0: record. So we are recording now.
1: Okay, has... hold on one second. Oh, no, worries. no you can record. Just hold on one second. What am I holding on to? I don't know. Where were we? 58? 54. I can't believe I remember that. Do not blaspheme. <laughs> well, already. Oh.
2: Sorry. Okay.
3: That's okay. Did you hear me, Sue? I think I was on the F-Series.
0: You F- may have been. Okay. Did Scott not put you on there? No, and no. I'm, I'm
3: sitting there. I'm like, I know I talked to Ben and Tasha, and and Ira and Tasha. And I'm oh. like, I know I debated the guy versus girl thing. And
0: you did a voicemail. That's what I did. But you may have been on one of the episodes too. Yeah, I thought I was. How do I look at this? Um, um, um.
3: It doesn't matter. I was just like, I was like, I thought I did those, and like it's- I was just having like one of those like moments of like am I it's just in that kind of a day today <laughs> oh yeah today felt like the never-ending day
2: Did it?
3: well I got to work at eight I worked and then five I had class and I'd stay there and use my work computer and I got out of that at like quarter to eight Then I needed gas and I had to run errands. And so I did that. I came home. I realized I forgot one errand. So it's 830 and I'm running to Rite Aid to go pick up my prescription and the Pharmacy closes at nine and we're starting at nine and I'm like, oh my god, and I'm like, so yeah, seriously, like I can as soon as you called, I had just sat down. I was like, I know, and I knew it was you. I was like, it's Sue. It was either it Sue so or it was answered that when like, you
0: said hello, I was like, Okay, this is a machine. That's why I didn't say anything at first. Cause I was like, No, because my, my phone yeah, fell to the bottom
3: to... of my purse, and I'm like digging it out. And I'm like, come on.
0: I'm like, hello hello and, like, uh, <laughs> is this the machine i was waiting for the machine to talk to me now <laughs> i've mm-hmm. been psyched out enough you know that when the machines go hello and then you go hi how's it so and so is not here now and i'm like damn
3: <laughs> no mine start you mine has a very formal voice that says hi you've reached the cell phone of heather gets i am unable to answer the phone right now so please leave your you know like or, it's like it's something really like professional and i never changed it from when i was looking for my job back in 2007 so yeah you'll you'll know that it's very specifically a voicemail it's like a voicemail so so
1: yeah my my girlfriend theory. has the same has the same thing um well she goes hi this is she goes hi this is so and so and then she and then it then there's a little delay in here going hello Oh, and I fall for it every single time. I'm like, hi, like it sounds like she just like picked up, picked up right away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think mine it goes, hi, you've reached the voicemail
3: box of Heather gets and it, and it goes on from there. So you know specifically, I'm unable to answer the phone.
0: <laughs> so you were in forever. I, I thought I was. I just
1: hunted it down.
0: So. So now I have to figure out how to get back.
3: Anyway, and then tomorrow I have a big. I have a big meeting, but I'm taking Friday off because I need the day off. Good so
1: career yeah. day instead. Ooh, is uh-huh. that what you did? You wrote,
0: "I'm at, I'm so lost. I'm so something on Facebook."
1: Oh no, I did that on Monday. Today, um, today, I just had a big argument with Ulrich, and I'm just lost to do with him. <laughs> it's between of killing him and killing him. Oh, <laughs> dear. That's not good. no. Oh,
3: Is no. he getting that uh, that stage where it's like, he's he's like a preteen kind of a...
1: Uh-huh. uh-huh. I mean, he's nine, but yeah.
3: well, Yeah, but 10. that's kind of like that tween time, like 9, 10, 11, and 12 or
1: Yeah, so then I find out he's having troubles at school, and he's not telling me, stop, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm very, Why like, didn't you just system. tell me? Yeah, it's like he's so damn secretive, and I'm just like, oh, just I'm just like I was just, I mean, I was just in tears this morning, and I'm just like, I've had it. And he, he was supposed to get his homework done. His homework wasn't done. Then he he doesn't want to go to the Y with me, but then he wants to go to the Y. He, he, he's he's manipulating me, and it's driving me crazy. Oh no. Yeah, he's in the manipulate. He's like, huh? I can make mom's like a living hell, and I know how. (laughs) Mom's like, no. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you never pay. He's like, you never pay attention to me. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) I'm not paying attention to you. Okay, I'm like, I'm walking away from this before I just pound you over the head. Well, apparently, Calvin's like. (laughs) Grandma, I'm growing
0: hair. <laughs> <laughs> In my armpits. And my, my mom's like, oh, that's good. You're growing up. He's like, you want to see? And she's like, I suppose. One. One freaking hair. <laughs> <Top> one. <laughs> He's
1: so proud. <laughs> How old like, is Calvin? Ten. Oh, God. Is this what I'm going to be looking forward to? Yes. Orc has to wear, has to wear deodorant, too. Yeah, well he says he has to wear deodorant, so he has a stick of like it had to be like axe deodorant. It couldn't be I couldn't buy him suave or anything like that. It had to be axe. And I looked at him, I'm like, you think a bunch of girls are gonna be swarming all over you? He's <laughs> like
3: <laughs> Oh, you have a heartbreaker.
1: <laughs> oh I was I was I'm yeah, I'm just so ready, yeah. To- <laughs> so
3: Was it more of like they said at school, like he had, like everyone has to
1: to just kind of? No, he kind of said it, and then he says everybody at school is bringing deodorant, especially after after gym class. I'm like, I go, you know, you should put it on before gym class. He's like, really? (laughs) I'm like, like, I guess it's okay. At least he wants to smell good. And and instead of me having to telling him, like, dude, you need to take a shower every day. He's starting to stink kind of thing. But Uh. I I mean, one thing with our kids always been, I, you know what? I've been a very particular about showers. Like he has a buddy of his and this sounds awful, but we, I make fun of him because one time he came over and we went to Kennywood the day. That day and we didn't get back until like midnight, so I let the kids sleep. So I'm like, guys, you have to take a shower afterwards. So I'm I'm making breakfast. They're gonna and his buddy gets into a shower, and I mean it was like two minutes later he's out, and I looked at him. I'm like, Zach, <laughs> and of looked at him. I'm like, did you shower? Yeah. See, my hair is all wet. I go, yeah. Did you use soap? He goes, well, I used the shampoo, and the shampoo ran down all my body, and I rinsed off, and I got out, and I just kind of, I just sat there, and I'm just thinking, you know what, you're not my kid, that's fine, <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, all cool take all will cool say, cool oh, I'm going to go get a shower, and I look at him, and I go, not a Zach shower, so we just, it's now it's like a Anything that's real quick, like a, sh- a shower, like a Zach shower. He goes, no, no, no. It will be twice as long as a Zach shower. I'm like, okay.
3: <laughs> I remember, um, like, I just wanted to, like, shave my legs. I think I was about, like, 10, and I just wanted to do it. It was like, look, I have hair, Mom. And, like, she, like, she got it. She got me a razor. And she's like, now you're supp- you're going to use it on your armpits. And eventually, you know, well, you can start shaving your legs, but not now. Well, of course, did I listen? Hell no.
2: <laughs> she,
3: she yelled, oh my god. She was like, I can't believe you did that. Da-da-da-da. And it was like, could you just wait? And it was more of like the audacity that, that I did it, even though she told me not to. Cause after it was fine. It was like, whatever. She's like, you're gonna have to do it all the time now. And it's gonna grow back thicker. <laughs> it's like, it's the truth. Like, I have, like, I have such oh. dark hair that it just is a like, like, why did I ever start? Why didn't I listen to
1: her? <laughs> hey, it's it, it was the thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I know Oliver's doing stuff just to manipulate, and I'm just like.
3: He's oh. just doing it to push your buttons, because he knows oh, he buttons now.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. he I know he does. And I just look, and then he's like, you just don't pay any attention to me. And I looked at him, I go, if you don't want me to do the marathon, I won't. Do it. He's like, well, I want you to do the marathon. Hit. And I go, I go, we'll quit the Y. I have no problem. It'll be, it'll be, I'm like, that's $55. I don't have to pay. And he's like, but I want to go to the Y. I go, then why don't you want to go to the Y? No. And he's, it's just because he's being spiteful.
3: Mm-hmm. So are you doing the full marathon this year?
1: I'm doing the half again. Okay. And then, um, I plan on doing the Marine Corps full marathon. Um, When's that and one That is in October so you have more time. Yeah. And plus, I away a lot during the summer with mm-hmm. between my parents, going to his other grandparents and my um, his godmother and stuff like that. I'll have a lot more time to really prepare for it than I yeah. do now.
2: Gotcha.
3: I can't do it this year because of my project at work. Uh, um, I don't have the luxury of weekends until July. Oh, so. that sucks. Yeah. yeah. I'll come. I might I'll probably be down and check it out, and I'll probably be at the expo since work sponsors the relay.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And
3: I'm I'm debating about whether or not to do the 5K on Saturday. I just have to get my Uh, butt moving, and I'm doing the 5K also. Okay,
1: because Arg's
0: punishment.
1: I know. Well, Arg, Arg's doing the 5K. At least that's what he says, which I'm gonna make him do. Which I'm just. One thing I'm just not happy about the marathon and how they're doing things is the 5K is 50, what thirty five dollars. Yes, I about shit myself. Well, most other 5Ks are what like fifteen twenty. Yeah, and I'm like, and they're for and they're for different kinds of charities. This is not for any charity. They're not giving yeah. money away to anything, well, which I don't understand. I don't understand. Well, a
3: part of it does go like. It, I mean, I read about it, like, a part of the money does actually go to a charity. They just don't list it because I think they have, like, certain, like, they ha- they don't they don't say how much or it's all going. Like, it's split between a couple.
1: Oh, well, but I would like to know which charities. Because, you know what, it would be kind of nice to know these kind of things. Well,
3: because they're a non-profit. They can't make a, a profit. They're not
1: allowed. Of- yeah, they're not allowed no. to make profit. And the thing is... I've, I've been hearing a lot of people just complain of how much they are making people pay for these. Sh- um, my PT therapist is, she goes, Oh, I'm going to do the half. She goes, I can't believe they're making you pay, pay $90. It's up to $90 now. She goes, oh. Yes. And she's not from originally around here. She's from Michigan and Chicago and in the Chicago area around there. And she mm-hmm. goes, she goes, I only, she goes, she She's done the Chicago Marathon. She goes, I don't think I – she goes, I might have just paid $90 just to do the Chicago Marathon. Yeah. And she goes, this is $90 for the half. And I'm like, yeah.
3: I think it's because we, we're so much smaller. Like, I'm not defending or, or anything. No, like, no. I, just, I mean, logically, I think it's because we're smaller. And the same work has to go into the Chicago Marathon that our marathon does. So,
1: Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. I think there's a there's a lot they have going on, but eh, I, I have I have a lot of issues being being a charity of what they what they did more than anything else. It's a great run. It is a lot of fun. They have they have a lot of problems.
0: Well, but- I'll
1: be right back. Okay, sorry. You need to come out here and do the Hood to Coast, Tricia. I have heard that's supposed to be awesome. Yeah, but isn't that a hundred miles or something? Oh, well, it's pretty far, but you you do it as a relay. Oh, I can do I can do that. Do you want to do it with me, too? Oh,
0: yeah, right. Me with my knees, I can barely stand up, let alone walk down the stairs, let alone run somewhere. Heaven forbid I ever have to run to save a kid because they're dead meat. <laughs> they do have walkers for the Hood to Coast, too. But my physician used to run the Hood to Coast until she blew her knees. They used to come and sleep here. It was great. I never oh. know when they'd show up, and they'd show up, and we'd feed them and let them shower, and they'd sleep for an hour, and then they'd be off again.
1: Hood to Coast Relay. When is that? Oh, yeah. It's, a- it's the last
0: uh, last weekend in August.
1: Yeah, that's 197 miles. <laughs> 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 wow. <Yeah>. So? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Mothers of all relays. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, you have to have a team and all that stuff. I mean, it's it's a big deal. But they have... It's fun because they dress up
1: their vans. and Oh yeah, or... um, they have another. They have other ones like it. It's um, I can't remember what it was. Um, they're called Ranger Relays. They have them all over the place too. Uh huh. They're, they're supposed to be really neat. Running was never
0: my thing. I I have the utmost respect for you because I just suck at running. <laughs> 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 so, I I do. I I look at you and go. Wow, that is so cool that she got into it. She's excited about it, and there's no way I'd ever do it.
1: You <laughs> never know. Oh, boy. me, I've gotten some people. I'm like, so uh, it'll be open again on February, tw- uh, February first. I'm just, I just s I mean, how many people do you need on team for the Hood to Coast? Yeah, I
0: think they oh. do
1: twelve. I don't know if if you have to have a minimum number.
0: But I know that's what my physician did, because they, they did six in each
1: fan. Wow. There are 36 legs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She said, you could always tell when you were running
0: near the blackberries, even at night, mm-hmm. because you could smell them. They smelled really mm-hmm.
1: good. I want to do 36. <laughs> <laughs> to the coast.
0: Oh, yeah. That'd it's really cool. neat, though, because you start off in the mountain, you know, on the mountain. And then you mm-hmm. run all the way to the ocean.
1: Yeah. Better be downhill, man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> some of it is. Some of it's not. Yeah. It's probably, oh. Hello.
0: Hello. Hello. You, <laughs> the podcast that I'm editing right now, you're like, mm-hmm. well, first of all, Tricia, you're working. And so you're yelling at your computer when we start recording. And then you're like, I need a drink. And you leave. And we're all like, wait, if it's alcoholic, we want some. You <laughs> it's cool i got a case of mics <laughs> i think i was on that podcast you were yes i okay. was working
3: and i was yelling <laughs> like through, uh, yeah, you were doing it's spreadsheets. It's <laughs> spreadsheets oh
0: yeah you actually had a cold heather i've gotten as many of the sniffles out as i can but some of them are while people are talking and i just can't get them out oh yeah so sorry you're <laughs> sniffling a bit but, you know, awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah if you get six people
0: you have to do six legs they did twelve. They did because they did two vans of six. I think, I think that's how many people we had sleeping here was was six. Wow, wow. That's, that's cool. I want to do it yeah. for what?
1: You come and stay here. Hood, Hood to Coast Relay, Mother no. all yeah. relays.
0: Yeah. They run from Mount Hood to. The I've Oregon heard of Coast. that. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: yeah. Trisha just said it was one hundred ninety-six miles. 197, but they say um, 200 They say 200 miles, so eh. Yeah,
0: What's three that. miles
1: here or there yeah, when yeah. you're doing that much?
0: So okay, well... You put it on your bucket list, Trisha. Uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we get started so you guys don't have to be up really late? Kelly That's- may come in late. I don't know about Scott. He's doing a performance tonight. Yeah, he said, yeah, and
3: what I saw online was like, I don't think I'm going to make it. Sorry, guys.
0: Yeah, I think he just didn't want to deal with the on (laughs) and off again Skype.
3: Yeah. Is he still having problems or is that just the nature of?
0: It's new. I don't know what's going on. All of a sudden, he can't, we can't hardly keep him anymore. And we were doing so good. I know. I know. And I, we thought, well, it was me. But I got new RAM for Christmas in the computer, Mm -hmm. so that should have helped. I still don't understand how it helps all of my friends that are computer literate shake their heads at me and just go, it does. And I'm like, okay, I trust you.
3: Think about it this way. RAM is like your short-term memory. Yeah. And so
2: So adding more RAM is
3: like trying to cram for an exam the next day. It gives you more space to put all that stuff in. Yeah. And then when you shut it down, it goes into your hard drive, which is like your long-term memory. So mm-hmm. little random facts that you now can recall from when you were, you know, younger are in your long-term memory. Right. So RAM is kind of what is running everything on the surface. So anything that, that you're running at startup or things like that, that's why
0: you need RAM. Okay. Does
3: that make sense? It
0: does make sense. Does, does that help? The first one that's actually Very said, good. this is what it is, Sue, instead of just going to just trust us. Like, yeah. okay
1: and then um i figured out do i know how to miles. put it in no <laughs>
0: my brother did it he looked online he ordered it online he it shipped to him he figured out how to do it and he did it all himself i know it's not hard in um in
3: like the mac but i would never like crack open my my mac book like i just don't trust myself and laptops so
0: i, I was like my- i i don't want to watch i don't want to watch i don't want to watch but he did it in like three seconds he's like done like That's good. I did
1: that. I used to do that. That's what I used to do for um, an old job. My old job. I used to put like software in. I put more RAM and more memory cards and new video cards and stuff like that. I always ended up bloody. I bet. I don't know why. I always ended up bloody. (laughs) Oh, Oh, like. Well, hold on. Just like I said, I figured out if there's six people in in the thing, you. Um, in the relay, you're running Ooh. at least thirty-three miles. Ooh. What's the half marathon? Thirteen point one. One and a marathon's twenty-six point two. So you're running an ultra. Wow. That's, yeah, I'm not that good.
3: Yes, but are you running it like it's Isn't it over the course of a day? It's not. Um, it's
1: not <laughs> continuous.
0: So Yeah, it's. Um, they started. It, how does it work? I think they start it Saturday night and they run through Sunday. I, I what chapter remember.
3: are we on? Fifteenth.
0: Okay.
2: You are the murderer. Yes, you are the murderer. murderer. Like I
3: said, I've read this, but I read it when we assigned it at the start of this season, which was like last year. Okay. So
1: That's okay. That's alright. I had to rego I'm go I'm going through this and I have read this like four times. <laughs> Got it. I know.
0: I'm sorry I, I changed the schedule on us, but No, it's fine. I uh <laughs> Really wanted to get the Andy interview in, and I thought it went really well. That's good.
3: I thought about joining because I—I mean, I did read away from the sun, and I read her um, Tangled one. Right. And I was just like, I'm so exhausted. Like when, Wednesdays are just long, and it's like I knew I was doing this today, so I'm like, I'm like drinking diet Mountain Dew, and I'll be good. But it's just like last week I was like, I just want to go home.
0: Yeah, I don't blame
3: you. So I'm glad. Did she? You know. <laughs> Did she have a good time? Was she, in, in, you know... Yeah,
0: and she actually got me... She They do their own podcast. Uh-huh. Okay. So, she says, I have my own podcast. I'm like, really? Tell us about it. We'll wreck it for the podcast. I, I don't have a problem with that. So, she told me about it. I'm like, all right. I'm going to go home and li- I'm going to listen to it. So, I went and downloaded it. They have a member. Her name is Julie. They call her Jules. Her favorite character is Neville. <laughs> I'm like, um... Jules, is there something you want to tell me? Are you moonlighting on another podcast? And she's like, oh, "You figured that out." And then she's like, "No, really, seriously, Sue, it's not me." And I'm like, "Well, it doesn't sound like you, so all right." But every once in a while, it does sound like her.
3: Yeah, mm. they're off topic
1: all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Harry Potter thing. They I started. Think it is. <laughs> they
0: started, and it's like you know, it starts off with tick, tock, tick. Guys? I was like, yes,
1: Hermione. Yes. I'm, I'm not Hermione. Oh. Okay, and I muted myself again.
3: <laughs> oh, good. I was afraid we're going to have to start all over again. Like,
0: my computer just shut <laughs> up. No one appreciates a smart-ass Patrick. <laughs>
3: I, don't. I totally blame <laughs> I totally. They, we blame all you blame too. you guys. cut
0: this be ghost. a ghost. Show. I'm telling you, we should have done ghost. the ghost chat. Katie? What? <laughs> <laughs> It's like you, you hear somebody come in and they're like, oh, no, I was on mute. And i like, this is us. I swear, it's totally us. <laughs> <laughs> but they do yeah. um, filks. They're all fairly musical. and So they do wizard rock filks or Harry Potter filks, which are kind of fun. And they usually play one wizard rock song somewhere along the podcast. And then they have what they call their guru, guru chat. And they pick different things and discuss them. And they're always really fun. There's two guys that come and go. One of them's name is Patrick, and he's absolutely hysterical. <laughs> and then Andy's in there, and Jules, and somebody named Kathy. And I haven't quite get all the voices down yet, but I'm working on it. But I've probably listened to 10 of them since last week. Hmm. I'm having a good time with it. It's That's called good. Gallery Cast, if you need something to listen to. They're about an hour long, sometimes a little longer. And they do news and stuff like that. So I've been listening to them squee about the trailer. Because I went back as far as I could go in iTunes and started Uh downloading from there. Uh So I'm about a year behind on their podcast. And one of them just got to go to the... She went to see Dan in in the the musical. And then was there when the um, Harry Potter exposition opened. It got to go, nice. go there, and so she was squeeing all over that. Stuff like that. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So I have Mooney typing to me on Skype. She's like, cries. This is just. I'm like, what? She's like, this thick. I'm like, oh, okay, she's reading away from the sun.
1: <laughs> 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 and, uh, yeah, we know.
0: She's like, poor Ginny. <laughs> I'm like, where are you? Chapter 15. That doesn't help me at all, but I'll <laughs> say, aha. huh
3: so I like. She's... I know. I've read You're it. Saying, I did. I read it, and I remember like having those moments, but I can't for the life of me remember what it was about.
0: Yeah, you know because I've you read all thing. twenty-four chapters in one day. You said yeah, that I do like that a lot. six times during the podcast. <laughs> I read all twenty-seven, four chapters today. <laughs> I know I've said that a lot, but I read all twenty-four today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so, that must I'm... be why I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, this is the one I'm editing. All right. Well, let's give this thing a start, and then that way, and hopefully, and let's we can uh, skim and go through this as quickly as we can, and then we. won't How be many up all chapters right. are we supposed to do? It's fifteen through twenty-two, so it's like seven. Okay. Well, do, we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. So, all right. Okay. For Friday, December seventh, this is episode one fifty-seven of Artific Weekly. Welcome to the place where the story never ends. Hey Ron The next time
1: Previously on Potterfick Weekly Where would you like to start, Sue? Well, let's start (laughs) at the beginning That would be awesome! My resolutions for this Potterfick Weekly season is not to snort
0: Welcome to Potterfick whatever Oh, Scott Did we we lose Scott? Okay, what did I miss? Am Am I surrounded by Hufflepuffs? Yes, you are Yes,
1: you are Apparently,
0: I'm Jen and I don't know my outfits.
1: No, she's the poster child for our podcast. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> Shit. I'm sorry.
0: I think I need more meds. My meds have kicked in, I can tell. Sure. <laughs> I think that's two. That could possibly be three. Moving right along. I felt like a rock star. Just really big knickers. Pants are your underpants, not oh. trousers. Potter Weekly, defining strange terms for your edification. <laughs> <laughs> but I was planning on getting ravaged anytime soon. Really, honestly. Saxon Snorkaxe? Two of my favorite subjects. Oh,
1: I love snakes.
0: You are quite possibly clinically insane. <laughs> In the nicest sense of the word, of course. <laughs>
2: we'll
1: always laugh before
2: the end I ought to think we
0: plead Where the story
2: never
0: ends
1: mm-hmm. This what? chapter makes me want- Oh, sorry. we have oh, yeah, to the her ourselves. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Ever ends <laughs>
1: Welcome to Potterfic Weekly. I'm Sue. I'm Trisha. This is Oliver Scal. Yay.
0: Yeah. And uh, today we are doing third part of shifts. We're starting at chapter 15. I am reading this off of her website that I linked to through her live journal. And you yes. can find the link on our show notes. There we go. And Trisha likes the title so I'm going to let her say it.
1: You are the murderer. <laughs> well, this, I mean, this chapter makes me want to do a um, murder mystery dinner.
0: Oh, I've done one of those. They're kind I've never done one. Never done one.
1: I've never done one. And I want to do one so bad. I did I, one at high school. I actually did I, one that was Star Trek themed. Oh my I got to be Guinan. <laughs> Thank God I don't even know who that is.
0: Yeah, I don't really know either, so. It was Whoopi. Consider that in the history of many worlds, there have always been disposable creatures. They do the dirty work. They do the work that no one else wants to do because it's too difficult or too hazardous. And an army of data is all disposable. You don't have to think about their welfare. You don't think about how they feel. Whole generations. Of- He's talking about slavery.
2: I think that's a little harsh. I don't think that's a little harsh. I think that's the truth.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. I, I didn't watch it during that time. <sighs> I'm more old school. See, I never watched the old school. Trisha, you're breathing in your mic. Okay, there we go.
0: Thank you. <sighs> now now that I'm doing all the editing, I'm getting really picky. Don't breathe. <laughs>
1: don't breathe. Hold your back while you're <laughs>
0: It's okay if you pass out. Just don't breathe. <laughs> so we have poor Remus. He's transforming because it's a full moon. And he... Falls out of the hayloft and dislocates his arm or his shoulder while he's transforming into the wolf. And, you know, ah, that's just got to hurt so bad. And then he finally wakes up and he's cold because it's been raining. And he's, you know, just in a he's bad way. Of, he's just sick and miserable. He is. And then by the time he gets home, he's got a sore throat. And you just know he's going to be sick. Yeah. So, thank goodness for Dora, who calls up and says... He's going to be out for the next two days. Blythe wants to make sure he's going to be at the meeting on Saturday because, you know, that's important. Yeah. And Remus is like, uh, what's Saturday? Saturday. (laughs) We're playing host. He's like, did I know
1: about this? I just love it. Next time I'll take your book away from you before I tell you something. Apparently, you answer me doesn't definitively prove that you hear me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's just like men watching football.
0: Yeah. They are totally a married couple, even though they're not really married. I mean, it's just. Well, they will so be. Good. Yeah. Yay! I know.
2: No, while.
3: I. You know, like him and the, and the shoulder injury and things like that. Like. You always see him, it's like always fade to black that like, when it's not in his perspective that he goes off to transform and then he comes back. And it's mm-hmm. like, I think she did a very good job of a real portrayal of, yeah, he's transforming and thrashing around. He's going to hurt himself. And that explains why he gets the scratches and the, mm-hmm. and he looks like he's in pain right after. It's, you know, it's not like he just lies down and poof. Right. He's a wolf. Like it, it, you know, it's, it's a very, the way it's portrayed seems like, you know, it shows that he doesn't want to be the wolf. So there's, like, a fight between him and wolf
0: with the capital W, so. Yeah, and part of it is he knows that if that happens, then it makes it worse for him. So he tries really hard not to do that, but um, yeah, it's, you know, it's hard not it's to. Like, but
3: how, how do you, like, let go of, like, your...
0: Right. instinct like your
3: your human instinct i mean like i, I don't I, I don't blame him for trying to lessen the impact but mm-hmm. how do you i mean i'm a control freak like i don't know how i would like just let this be you know
1: beast. being well beast. i think it's i think it's because the being is so i mean it's so painful and stuff like mm-hmm. that that i mean i mean you've I mean, you just hear people just kind of completely blacking out because the pain is so much that your body just, your body's is just an amazing thing. I mean, people go through childbirth all the time and they're like, and they do it multiple times. The dumbasses. <laughs> but I mean, you had a child, so you can't. You know, that's why I can say they are dumbasses. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you go, you. I mean, sometimes going through that much pain is in so many ways, letting the, the beast take over because it's kind of like, it's almost having like a split personality, I would say.
0: Yeah. Well, and part of it is the transformation that his body, I mean, it's not even that he's fighting it. It's that his body morphs and changes and the bones stretch and move and change. And Yeah. I mean, I have bad knees and they've gotten worse this year and, I can't imagine having more. And you just know that the joints and things, when he wakes up, it's just awful. And then to wake up with a dislocated shoulder and wet Uh and stuff like that. I mean, I feel
3: like. I I feel like almost, like, he is going to be, like, if he had lived or whatever at the end, like, it's almost like I could imagine that he would have a terrible case of arthritis, like... Oh, yeah. You know, if he doesn't already, just from that much movement and change and, you know... Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if wizards get arthritis, but, you know, like... The wizarding equivalent?
0: Yeah. And the... Wolfsbane helps him not tear at himself and helps him kind of keep his right mind. Before the Wolfsbane, if he didn't have prey and he didn't have things to, you know, chase or whatever, then he was tearing himself to pieces because the instinct was to bite. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. especially if he was somewhere where he could smell humans. Yeah. Then that just made him even more crazed, even if he couldn't get out to them.
1: Oh, you would think. I mean, you think the, well, I don't know. I think, I mean, the animal instinct, like any kind of dog has m- more, they say, more sensories in, in oh, their yeah. nose than than anybody, uh, than a human.
2: Right.
3: Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, they got, what, dogs, dog, drugs, sniffing dogs. Yeah. So. And I
3: think, like, I've read a lot of, like paranormal stuff like you know different vampire and, and werewolf stuff and it's just like I think this both this and in you know the the canon like it feels just close enough to being realistic that it's believable right. you know like with with the werewolves it just it, it may you know it's described in a certain way that you can put yourself there it makes all of my joints ache and it makes you know like mm, yeah, I feel yeah. this like <sighs> like, you feel this pain and this aching and this tiredness, whereas... I, uh, oh. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm feeling really book,
1: you like, you're aching, and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling it now. <laughs> yeah.
3: Whereas, like, in other books, like, they morph back and forth like nobody's business, and, and it doesn't affect them. And granted, there's reasons for everything, and, and you know, different genetics or whatever they, they decide to put in those books, but I think this being that close to, like, realistic just makes it that much more believable and, and it's not as fan- fantastical, if that's a word, or not as, as, as fantastic that, like, that, that it's just, like, you can kind of laugh it off. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. like you can really feel for him and as the person and as someone afflicted.
0: Right. I mean, it makes it almost, you almost want to believe that it's true.
1: Yeah. You mean it's not?
0: Yeah. Honey, no. <laughs> <laughs> Stay inside during the full moons, Tricia. You'll be fine. I
1: don't know. Sometimes I think people are pretty wacky. Uh, I know they're wacky.
0: Yeah.
3: Alright. So, I love Dora. And you're yes. right. That
1: line was
0: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Sirius. He wants to go, but, you know, he can't because Kingsley he said... he got to go to the bed. He has to go yeah. to the bed. Kingsley said, if you leave here again, that's it. I'm going to sack Dora. Everybody's jobs are, you know. So he's kind of got to stay, and he's not happy about it and stuff. But Dora Por- says, well, I'd have risked it. I'd have had him. But Remus didn't think to ask her before he left. So actually what he says is, I know you would have risked it. That's why I didn't ask
1: you. <laughs> well, he knows her. Well, he's known her for a while, too. So. Yep.
0: So they're gonna do a murder mystery, which is just absolutely hysterical.
1: A tragical mystery tour. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, when I first saw it, I'm like, it's the Beatles. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> and, and it is. It is just she left the wardrobe dro- open, so he could see several Ted suits hanging there, untouched, stage dressing. And I'm just like, oh, that's so funny.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's supposed to be transfiguring a suit to fit himself and. Somebody's at the door while he's in there, and he's like, uh, hang on, I'm coming. And he transforms something really quick and goes out, and Dora's passed out booklets that tells everybody what they're going to do.
3: <laughs> oh, no, but no, wait, no, wait. Like, so he's trying to get changed, and she's like, um, and he noticed uh, that her nightgown was folded neatly enough on the carefully made bed, where it sat among pillows and anything else, and she hasn't set out any men's pajamas. Reba sincerely hoped that no one would. <laughs> piece of Adam to find clues in the fictional murder that would take place. He didn't have a, uh, one of his colleagues while well, I speculating whether or not he slept
0: naked. <laughs> 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 uh... Most men do, I think. So, uh, it's, they're probably... These are old married couples. They don't care what he wears or doesn't oh, wear Oh, yes, they
1: do. They just want to whisper. They think he's the cutest thing since sliced bread. I mean, of course, he threw him well, That's true. <laughs> that's true. All of they the women... About, they gossip about their husband. Yeah.
0: The women would be doing that. The men could care less. No, the women yeah. would want it. Yeah. Yes. And could you just see him? He's turning red before my very eyes. Yes. <laughs>
1: And we find out. He opened his book and he, guess what? You are You're, the murderer. Yeah.
0: I love this. He didn't expect to have fun. He felt like a hippogriff's hindquarters playing let's pretend. <laughs> but he did actually
1: have fun. But he's
3: only 38. Like I seriously hope at 38 I don't feel like an old person.
1: Like <sighs> No. You know what? Exactly. I mean if you can't have fun. I mean sorry. I'm 35, <laughs> but you know what? I'm still having fun. I mean, it, fun does not end.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm 46. Somebody told me that today. You're 46, right? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I said, well, you were born the same year I was, so yeah, we're 46. I said, okay, that makes me 10.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, just because you're older doesn't mean you have to have that. You can't have fun. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I play with the kids all the time. So yeah.
1: But he uh, he's having a
0: good time unless he stops and thinks about what he's doing and then he's a little weirded out about the whole thing. And Dora, of course, has figured it out because she's an Auror and this is what I do for a living.
1: I love when the woman's like, look at your legs! <laughs>
0: yeah, I know, because she forgot to transform her legs. Oops.
1: <laughs> I mean, what, she's like in her 20s or mm-hmm. something? Yeah. So. And it's I mean, I just kind of, like, I'm just like, oh.
0: And, and here, this drives home the the point of what we were just saying, because Anna Garvey asks Dora how she's planning to punish her naughty husband, because, of course, he was the murderer. Yeah. Dora turns bright red, but manages a, I have my ways. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poor Remus. <laughs> the thing is, I mean, it's... I mean, we all see it, and we're just like, Judge, friggin' kiss her already! I know, I know. I, know. I It's, know, it's, it's, okay, it's like it's just, a big, it's just a big tease, you're like, come <laughs> on! Come on! Well, I mean, how
3: you many you- of us were just like, Ron and Hermione stop fighting and freaking kiss already, like, it's
2: uh-huh. the
3: same thing, like.
2: Yeah.
0: And then, uh, they head home after all of this, and they get there, and Sirius is not there. So they have had this wonderful day together. They've had a lot of fun, and now it's all coming crashing down on their heads because Sirius is not in the house where they left him, and they don't know where he is.
1: And then they have to call everybody in. Yeah, and Mrs. Black is very helpful.
0: It's the only time she's ever been helpful. Yeah. I don't know. He turned into a dog, and then he left. I didn't try to stop him. Of course
1: not. (laughs) How long has he been gone?
0: Oh, he left right after you did. He's been gone for hours. And you just see both of them, you know, the sinking feeling in the pit of their stomach. They're just like, oh. Dun,
1: dun, dun. Yeah. I mean, like, they kind of, like, look at each other. They have their, the the curtains on, they're, like, side by side, the curtains on each hand. And they just kind of look at each other. And just, like, you can see them, like, kind of sinking down on crap kind of thing.
3: And, and of course, it's raining because it's London, and it's foggy and rainy all the time.
1: You know, what? when I went to London, there was hardly any rain and no fog. I was really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that you were disappointed in the beautiful weather.
3: <laughs> we had here probably at the exact same time.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. It was it was it was summer, so what I expect. Okay, anyhow.
0: So. They go. Dora goes off to tell Kingsley what's going on and Kingsley pulls people off the different places that they are and sends them on a wild goose chase because they don't want to actually catch Sirius. And Remus <laughs> is wandering through the streets calling for his dog and he has uh, a young lady stops him and says, Oh yeah, I, I saw that dog. And so he kind of knows which direction he was headed and stuff. And Dora meets up with him in a blind alley and they're like, yeah, I know. And she's like, my parents' house. Oh, that's right. So that's where they head. They operate to her parents' house. And they call and they call and they don't hear him. He doesn't answer. But a car turning the corner illuminates him across the street laying in a bush. And he's just totally dejected, laying there, shivering. He's been laying in the cold as a dog all day long. Because her parents aren't there, they've gone to have some me time themselves. And, you know, you
1: feel so bad for him. Oh, I know. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she just, um, Dora kind of like just picks him up and she has Rem- Remus just bind bind him to her because, I mean, he's a big dude and I guess Dora's not that huge, but any kind of big dog and having a woman carry, I don't know why they didn't do it all the way around, but that's, that's uh, well, hearsay. She-
0: She's the one that knows how to operate, you know, double operate like this. And yeah, sure. Remus apparently isn't as good at it. So.
3: And he's also probably pretty weak from in his shoulder and everything. Thing. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And having Bonnie, who, when I was at the vet last time, she's 107 pounds. So I can kind of picture this. Uh luckily she charmed him light so that she wasn't like carrying that whole weight. But mm-hmm. that much dog in your arms, it doesn't matter how much it weighs. It's still yeah. awkward. That's a
1: lot, yeah. Yeah. And he's probably big. He's probably almost as tall as she is too. So yeah, that is awkward.
0: Yeah. They take him back, get him in there, and Remus is frankly ticked off, you know. And he starts in on him. Look, serious, I know you're bored and lonely, but and Dora's like Remus. And he keeps going, and he's like, she's like Remus, and he stops and looks, and and he's just floor with his knees drawn up to his chest, and he's just he's breathing shallow, he's freezing, and it's like, oh man, you yeah, can't I mean, yell at
1: him anymore, you know? He's you just, just he's having a panic attack. Yeah. yeah they or suck like a nervous breakdown or something. They will suck too. Yeah, both <laughs> yeah. of them do. Well, uh, maybe he's having both. <laughs>
0: And on top of it, all he's cold, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of gather him up and hold him and just... He needs a him. therapist. And he does. <laughs> it's really sad that Ted can't know where he is because yeah. mm-hmm. that's what he needs. He needs Ted and Andromeda. And aside from the whole family aspect of it, they are, ther- you know, Ted's a therapist, basically. And he could yeah. help him.
1: I really yeah. like how they make Ted a therapist in this book. Because you, I don't know what I don't know what else they've made him be i've I've read some fix and he's been some weird, weird 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 stuff. I just kind of like convenience and I try not to be very American of having a therapist because I know a lot of um a lot of English people sorry not London a lot of English people who don't believe in therapy they believe in going for a walk yes which you know it, it does work too. And you know
0: Ted's Ted's
3: working through the hospital and stuff like that. So that, like, he's more like a psychiatrist than a therapist.
1: Yeah, and he's a serial. And, and on top if he's, of
3: it. Yeah, if you put it in terms of that,
0: so yeah, he's
1: not a very good teacher. He's not saying that Chudlecannons are going to win.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, he and Ron have something in common.
1: Yeah, I find that pretty
0: cute. You know,
3: like how do I put this? I feel sometimes like characters that we know names of, like Ted, and that, we really didn't get a whole big introduction from. I mean, if you think about, like, in the canon, he's in the seventh book when, you know, they get to to the house after the seven potters, and then he is in the forest, and that's it. And so, you know, you really have your, your way about it, and so I never... I kind of always take how people portray him at face value. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I don't really have an opinion since there's nothing canon to back it up with. But when they do it right, you know, it's really good, like in this story. But there are some times when it's just like, it's wrong. Right. So, and it's not, it's not wrong per se, cause there is no real right. correct way. It's just sort of like, it feels, something like if i was writing it i wouldn't have made that call but i wasn't so i'm reading it and like i usually try not to pass too much judgment Mm -hmm. it's just kind of a when it's right it's usually like spot on and i totally agree and it's like when it's not exactly spot on it's kind of okay whatever moving on (laughs) yeah
0: yeah did a great job with him in this yeah so they
3: give him just enough to to that you can imagine him but not not really, like, kind of, I think, developed him like entirely. That there's still something to the imagination, you can still put whatever you need to in him to be the way you need him
1: to be. Oh, jaw just cracked. Sorry. Oh. No, it felt good. Okay. Anyway, okay, where are we? Oh. So, the Sirius and,
0: and Remus talk a little bit, and Sirius is like, I'm really sorry, I caused all the trouble, and Remus is like, I really should have taken you with us into hell with Kingsley, but they. Sirius kind of falls asleep, and Remus putters around the house for a while. And he asks Phineas and if Dumbledore's awake, because he kind of wants to talk to him. But he's not really there. You know, he's awake, and he heard all about my great-grandson's adventures. His Shacklebolt actually went to Hogwarts, but they're having a meeting, and they're going to discuss him. And... They're going to have it at Arabella's house because they don't want Sirius to be there. And now Remus is being told that he's in charge, and he—it's going to be basically his call. And so now Remus has got to decide what to do. He
1: just wanted, he just wanted to—I just wanted to hurt Kingsley so bad. I'm like, he's not a child. I mean, you can't talk to him about him in front of him. I mean, I can so understand though too, but I'm just like, <sighs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And usually Kingsley—he's the one we love, you know.
1: Yeah. But, I but
3: think- he's also human, like, and he's also an or and he has an alpha personality. I mean, like, you have mm-hmm. to, I mean, to be in law, not to be in law enforcement, you don't have to have it, but it's a, a stereotypical trait. I mean, so I don't blame him for this reaction. I don't have to like it, but right,
1: but yeah. I blame exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't like it, but I don't blame him.
0: So, a bunch of them Show up, and, and Arabella's just, like, hustling all around, and she's all in a Twitter, and I love that She's, going,
1: she's never had this much company at one time.
0: She's trying to keep the cats out of the way, and <laughs> she ends up sitting on one, and... Yeah. Like, let me put the cats away, she opens up drawers, and there are cats
1: everywhere. Yeah. It's rolling out.
0: Yeah, it's pretty funny.
1: It, it smells like cabbage.
0: So Kingsley announces that Sirius is unstable, which is true.
1: Duh! You know, I'll see how you feel after how many years in to
0: See how, if you're all stable. Yeah, as a dog, and now to be cooped up in this house with this crazy mother and this crazy house elf.
1: Yeah, and the, and the stuff in the crazy, in the, the crazy house that will choke you and everything else and mm-hmm. doxies and yeah.
0: So we find out that dung. Uh, went out as disguised as serious black, so that at he least got walk. his conjure
1: band out. Yeah,
0: I know he, he's got rid of it, so that he wouldn't get caught. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry that made me laugh.
0: And Dora stands up and says, "Because Kingsley's like, you know, he's trouble. We need to do something else. He controls where we are meeting house, and if he loses it, we could lose the meeting house. You know? Yeah. And Dora stands up and says." Sirius is in trouble, but that's a family matter, and it has nothing to do with the Order. The Order's concern is the house. And Remus can get in, and I can get in, so that's not anything we have to worry about. And, and so,
1: Molly and Molly steps up for him. Yeah. I was just like, yay, Molly.
0: Yeah, because you know that Molly and Sirius don't get along, and at least in this one, you know. And she's still kind of sticking up.
1: Well, she kind of, I mean, really, she didn't get along with him in in the original books either. Right. So I think how she kept that dynamic from within the books was very, very good. I like that.
0: Heather, are you okay? Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) I know, you're you're just sniffling away.
1: You're sniffling (laughs) Sorry. I thought you were, I thought you like, you did something to your finger because I (laughs) hear.
0: I just thought, uh, you better ask. You're. You're <laughs> you're sniffling and you're sighing and you sound like you're about ready to cry. And I just wanted to make sure that the story wasn't, you know. No, no, fears. no. I um, I had an allergy attack this morning.
3: Okay. Oh okay. well, basically all day. So I'm all stuffed
0: up and like. It's fine. So. I just wanted to make sure you were okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm glad you said something because I was thinking. Okay.
0: Dang allergies. Yeah. So, they, anyway, they decide that what they're going to do is to make sure he's not alone any more often than he has to be. So, Molly's going to start visiting, and Dung's going to drop by, and they're all doing it, you know,
1: casually. <laughs> yeah, not <flauntly>. That's <laughs> yeah. not going to work. And Doris, like, Remus what do you... might be crazy, but, I mean, I'm sorry, not Remus. Um, Serious might be crazy, but he's not stupid.
2: Right, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Any casual visits from Molly Weasley? Do you think you'll see it before he figures it out? Anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> so you know, I like that Remus is is telling him. Like, for instance, there are things at work that I get told that it's like I'm not supposed to tell my boss because you know we don't want to raise any like undue stress about my project and it's just like no i can't do that and it's like i'm not gonna not tell my boss like i can't do anything but she can Mm -hmm. and it's just like i i respect that he understands serious enough that he's like he you know they told serious they were going to this meeting and that they're gonna go back and tell him what was said at this meeting and
0: go from there you know know, they gotta keep him remus is his best buddy he's not gonna keep him in the dark they get back to find him cleaning and incinerating things, or at least trying. And they start. You know, Remus starts telling him all these people that are going to show up. And he's like, all right, well, I like Bill. Bill's kill Molly and Arthur, I guess I can live with that. And they go through all of these, you know, dung. Well, we'll give dung some of these artifacts and these different things. Because even if we don't, he'll steal them. And Moody, well, Moody will show great. And then Emmeline Vance, oh, no, no, I absolutely draw the line at Emmeline Vance. Totally unacceptable. And was just <laughs> like, what? And then he's like, oh, he's being silly, okay. So he starts playing along, you know. She might go on a wild house repair spree. Can't have that.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, you flurry. could. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Me? No, Flurry. Oh. Sorry, all of a sudden I hear, like cabinet the cabinet doors open and stuff and, and, and I see this cat walking out.
3: I didn't do anything.
1: No. No, the cat! Not you. I know.
3: That's what the
0: cat said. <gasps> I didn't do anything. Wasn't I don't you know what
3: you're thinking about. It's a ghost. Yeah. It's like Sir like, Nicholas uh, de Lindsay. Uh, me. I don't
1: know. Anywho. Uh...
3: So, all, you know, at the end of all of this He's like, of course, what 38 year old man wouldn't be thrilled with the prospect of a string of babysitters? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but Dora shows up with a game, so they sort of play the game for a while. And then Remus finally gets to bed. And he's.
1: It's a weird dream.
0: Yeah, he has this really weird dream where they're in Dora's flat with his smelting friends and the Tonkses and several students. And Dudley and Harry are in the kitchen together. James is telling him who everybody is. Lily's there. I swear, this is
1: like one of my dreams. Like, <laughs> it is odd. And I, it, and I remember first reading this, I'm like, there's some kind of foreshadowing in it. I know there is. <laughs> yeah. And we've got Minerva in a flowing flowery dress. That was just odd. Yeah,
0: that would be. And she's dancing <laughs> with Vernon. Oh, no, that's bad.
1: <laughs> uh, my favorite stuff is Joe Evans is growling at Snape about his mistreat of students.
3: (laughs) (laughs) This is just an overactive imagination.
1: Oh, yeah. It's called Too Much Going On at One Time, and his brain's trying to figure it out. For some reason, he's looking for his book. Of course he is.
0: (laughs) And Dora's giving him a kiss and saying, have you figured it out yet? And He's like, no. Should I have? And she's like, oh, I know. Sirius would know. And Remus is like, well, of course Sirius knows, but he can't talk, can he? And she's like, why not?
1: He's dead! Yeah. There's your foreshadowing.
0: Remus is like, I lost my book. You can't lose your book. Then other people to know your secrets. <laughs> now Harry's got it figured out, but Ginny, he won't let Ginny know whether or not she's right. And the Patil girls are there, and Pierce Pocus is, they're planning a wedding. That's <laughs> frightening. <laughs> That's
3: frightening. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole lot of P.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of P. Happy Patil and Peter Pocus. So, and then he comes. Uh, then so, it.
3: would she hyphenate to Patil Pocus?
2: Oh, I
1: hope
3: not.
1: Oh. I want to see the monogram for that.
0: <laughs> so we'll just call her the triple P. So, yeah, and at the very end, it says, You are the
2: burger. Yeah. So like, oh. No, not
0: me. Yeah, that's the kind of dream you just want to wake up from.
1: <sighs> you you yeah. wake up from and go, what the hell was that? <laughs> mm, what did I eat? <sighs> yeah,
0: that's it. So then we move to chapter 16, which is fraying. And we find Remus at St. Mungo's looking for Ted because this dream's kind of weirded him out just a little bit. He doesn't yeah. really want to say that. but And, and of course, he... <laughs> He remembers a time when he was supposed to be watching Harry, and and Harry was watching the baby birds, and so he actually turned into a baby bird, you know, grew feathers and everything, and so he takes him to St. Mungo's, and James and Lily are like, ah, we usually just let him molt, so we know that Harry's done this more than once. <laughs> this is
2: cute. Oops. Yeah,
1: and he sees Ted, and Ted's with Gilderoy Lockhart, and, I, and I think it's just cute. It's cute that he that um, Gilderoy is this, used to be an old high school, I mean, old high school, old Hogwarts friend. So mm-hmm. I, I thought that was a cute little twist they in there.
0: Yeah. And he says, you know, I had an odd dream, but I don't, you know, I'm just worried about him. And Ted's like, how bad are things? And so Remus tells him about Saturday and what happened. And they're like, you know, we've, we've got a plan for if he ever does show up and, well, what plan is that? Ted tells him and he's like, it's not a very good plan. It's like, Yeah, I know, but at least it's a plan <laughs>
1: <laughs> And I like him I my favorite thing is like he, he stood up and took a handful of flu powder and tossed it in the bar. and he goes, Love Yeah. <laughs> and and join I'm, like, me. I'm, I'm just like the whole thing. I mean so her like any other um colleagues that need to call her, call her love too. <laughs> so I thought because I always thought you had a like call specific. For- it's like your phone yeah. number. Yeah. It's like, yeah exactly. Dial love. <laughs> love. I thought that to be funny. Uh huh. Yeah.
3: Maybe he has like, so you know how like on, on like super awesome phones at work, like you have speed dial. Maybe he has like a speed dial connection for love.
1: Yeah. Maybe. He's got
3: <laughs> a flu speed dial connection. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hey, you never know. It's we learned all kinds of, of stuff about flues with it with frankie so not frankie with um donzo and in, in teddy's story so Yep. it could work <laughs> all right, all right. anyway go on
1: all right um so she comes down she's told what's going on and they don't really come up with anything that. good but no. they talk about it for a while and
0: they just know And so he heads back and he finds Sirius and Hestia in Buckbeak's room because Hestia is, uh, you know, examining the hippogriff. (laughs) And so she bows to him and and everything because she's she's a magical zoologist, magic zoologist, (laughs) which I think is great.
1: She really studied the damn tizzy puffs all day. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. I know more about the little beasties than everyone would ever want to know. (laughs) Sorry, it just made me laugh.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. He's just like, man, not only do I have to have babysitters, but now I have to go and learn these things with them? (laughs) (laughs) Can we just play cards downstairs, you know? And we find out that Dudley's not going to class, and he's getting detentions, and he's just being a prat. An all-around Prat. And Remus is having so much trouble dealing with all the people back home. He started going to Dora's flat to grade papers and stuff because he he just can't deal with everything that's going on at home.
1: Preachers well, right. throwing away stuff and everything, too. So it's not safe. Yeah. And then and he comes I, home on Friday. And nobody's He's there. Like,
3: Where's Fleur? It was Fleur. I told her to go home. <laughs> <laughs> And she and went. She, <laughs> she went. went? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I ordered so I her out. Her out. <laughs> I shouldn't have been harsh with her. She's barely more than a
0: child. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Poor Bill. <laughs> yeah. I know. So Remus promises to talk to Kingsley and try to get this worked out because, yeah, it's just crazy. And then we have Martha and all Martha and Ollie.
1: Woo. Martha. <laughs> 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 it's not like a, a gorge and. Then- a in, in forge and gorge, or what? Yeah. Bread and Fred? Yeah, bread yeah, and forge. No, we can't. We, okay, it's bread and forge. Uh-huh. forge, okay. Greg and forge. Yeah, what? okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I have to see someone say that 10 times, it's like five times fast. And see, if you get that screwed up, no, I can't,
0: I can't <laughs> say it one time without screwing it up. I'm not even going to try. So, Marl, I can't do it again.
2: Gravy. Molly
0: and Arthur Weasley Thank you I'm Have You're shown welcome. up for breakfast on Saturday While Dora's getting the wolf's bane supplies And uh He's trying
3: to convince her to get Remus to go to the Garvey's today
0: Yeah Because Remus is like no And they show up and they say You know you can go It's cool And we find out that Sirius has invented a new doorbell that rings down in the kitchen so it doesn't wake up his mother, which is a great thing. Yeah. (laughs) uh,
1: Bill! um, I don't know what other issues... That's the only thing I can think of. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho!
0: So, he kicks... Sirius basically kicks Remus out so that he can go to the Garvey's. And Molly and Arthur are hanging out, and he talks... Arthur's talking about how it was he's talking to remus and he says you know when i was first married my younger brother was living with us and my parents had said you know you got to keep an eye on him and i was resenting him and he was resenting me and so i can totally understand how you two are feeling because
3: oh i like i like his closest brother lance Mm
0: -hmm. you know like lance a lot sorry
1: i did not even get that
0: yeah. See, yeah. learn something new.
1: Woo-hoo. I didn't give it. Wow. So,
0: Sirius and Molly are going to fight over who gets Harry for Christmas. And Arthur's going to try to say, well, half for He's going to be Peacekeeper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Peacekeeper. Off they go to sit through a horribly sad film they go and watch. <laughs> a horribly sad film about a teacher who's hired at an elite. Boarding school. Bad poet
1: society, people. Yep. Just in case you do, <laughs> now. Yeah. Captain, my captain. Sit down, Mr. Anderson.
0: You hear me. Go captain, my captain. Sit down, all of you. I want you to see it. Thank you, because I was like, I know the name of this, but I have to go read it through this again until I can get it back in my head, so thank yeah. you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then it was funny. Then that- <laughs> I'm I'm reading the next part, and I'm thinking, "Oh my god, she just—it's Ryan." I'm like, "She brought Ryan into this thing
0: again." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because he's gonna
0: go on the hula deck. I <laughs> know. <Yeah, yeah. laughs> I want to state that I have actually been on the holo deck, and it was really cool. Oh. <laughs> old room with the the yellow and black grid Mm -hmm. i got to walk through that cool it was it was fun i also got to go to 10 forward and i got to go in picard's ready room which was really cool and see the fish okay you lost me there anyway yeah anyway you guys don't know about the fish in picard's ready room
3: it's very sad I really don't watch Star Trek. I've watched a couple episodes to vaguely know who yeah. the heck you're talking about. But
1: that's about yeah, I mean, it. I knew, I knew John Luke Picard because I like saying his name. And, uh, and I know
3: uh, who Dana yeah.
1: is.
0: Yep, I
3: met him. And I love the
1: memes with um with the
3: phone in Dana's chest. It's like, look, I have an Android. <laughs> 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 look at how much data I have.
0: <laughs> that was funny.
3: Or I have unlimited data. I'm like, oh god, you're you're
0: killing me. Did <laughs> but, you see yeah, the one I that. posted today? where did you
3: post it? Everybody in the, and in their mother the, has
0: commented on it, so it should be fairly okay. easy.
3: It's uh, I have I have not been apt with Facebook lately. I've been um. much more um, Twitter.
0: Oh yeah, I'm I turned like, off my Twitter because to... my mother was like, "This drives me nuts." Okay, this says today while I was sitting in my college English class, I texted my boyfriend and told him that I was bored. Not oh, even yeah. five minutes later, he came bursting in the door yelling, Troll in the dungeon! Just thought you ought to know! And then collapsed on the floor, just like in Harry Potter. <laughs> Not only was the teacher laughing so hard, he let us go early. <laughs> I think I found the one. And underneath it says, Marry him! He's the chosen one! That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that it—that that is just
0: wonderful. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> and you I'm can fair. only do that in
3: an English class. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want a guy like that.
1: <laughs> this looks. i I need to find a find phantom, a phantom man that would do this for
3: me. Why, why do you have a picture of Trisha on your on your your pictures?
0: Uh, I don't know, cause she linked me for something. Where? where? It's a like my hat with Susils. Because Trisha tagged me when she put that picture up because she's ah. wearing her Slytherin hat.
1: Oh gotcha. Like my hat because it was a Slytherin hat. And I can't find that hat now because Org lost it. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. oh I know. I'm mad. I'm mad I'm mad. <laughs>
0: Troll in the dungeon. Thought you ought to know. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> this <is> so perfect. <laughs> Something about a coconut? Coconuts, oh, yeah. So, so they they've done the starship,
1: and they watch Dead
0: Poets Society, and now they're heading
1: home. I think Sirius would love to. to should have a hula deck mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it might keep him out of trouble. I'd be afraid what he might be hallucinating about. <laughs>
3: Oh wait. It's like, also, like, Dora, he thought of a magical, magical deck would be a fine idea, but insisted that she wear a grass skirt and a pair of coconuts if she came to play in it. Ooh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> that thing is- That's his cousin. He scares me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, he's yeah. mostly teasing.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Mm-hmm.
0: And she says, I think you should
3: ask Hestia. I'm sure she'd be glad to split a coconut for you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was like, hmm. And he says, only if I was hosting a colony of little beasties.
1: Let <laughs> <laughs> me anyway. be tell them what they're going to do for, um, for Christmas. And yeah. Think and we- things are improving, because Harry's yeah. going to come soon. Yay! Yay!
3: Oh, now we have the manic side of the manic depressive. So, you know, we're good.
0: <laughs> yeah. I He's cleaning and getting things ready and decorating and... We- I'm choking on a sweet right here.
1: <clears throat> and um, Remus decides he needs to finally, finally, um, pay pay Dudley a, a visit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he says, you know, let's go downstairs and talk, or you know, go somewhere and talk. And there's
1: a little and common room because smelled- he
0: doesn't want to go in Dudley's room because Dudley could say something
1: it and smelled. get him in trouble.
0: And it stinks. You yeah, know,
1: yeah. I mean, you know how we were talking about boys in hygiene, this is the prime example of why you eat I hated going
3: eat down to the boys' floors in college. They usually just reeked. Yep. Like, really? Do your laundry. Wear some deodorant. Yeah, Take a you- shower, yeah. for Christ's sake. <laughs> exactly. like, you just can't get that stink out. Like, that was, like, years upon
0: years of boys' dormitory stink. Like, it just, oh, It was that. Yes. Yeah. So... Dudley's, you know, talking about the, the doctor they're making him see, and and he says that Daniel got cheeky with him. That's why he was picking on Daniel. And Remus is like, Daniel got cheeky with you? That doesn't make sense. (laughs) And uh, Remus tells him that he's the trigger, and Dudley. That has to be,
1: yeah. That has to be like a shocking thing.
0: Oh yeah. And of course, Dudley doesn't believe him. Of course not.
1: Well, mm. and you know what? If someone tells me that too, I probably wouldn't believe him either.
0: Right. He's absolutely sure that they're causing all this trouble, not, but
1: not him. That mm-hmm. doesn't make so, any sense. And,
0: and
3: he goes now, back to his room. You lie, and he goes back to his room. Yep. Yeah. And he actually shows up down to class, freshly showered, wearing a uniform that was only slightly rumpled. Yeah. Oh, to only have house cells to just do all of that for you. Oh, <laughs> Something I'm... makes me think. That the house elves mm-hmm. help keep the boys' dormitory smelling fresh and clean.
0: <laughs> yeah. I need a house elf.
2: I do
3: too. too. Not as a slave. I would pay them, of course.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. What chapter are we I starting? 17. <laughs> we on the interlude, um, Remus, he goes away and he does the chain, And now we get to meet Tong's friends. As yep. they are hauling stuff up, to her house.
0: Yep. They're bringing up a... Big old heavy desk. A desk for Remus, because Remus has been hanging out there and spreading all his books over her table, and she's tired of it, so she's got him a desk, and of course, they're picking on her and, you know, saying, ooh, who's this guy? So she invents a mad muggle that she's having an affair with.
1: He's a librarian.
0: Of course he's a librarian. Hi, Kelly. Oh.
1: Hi, Kelly. I they had to believe.
0: say that as soon as I stuck the cookie in my mouth. Of course, oh. I did. Oh. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I love." Mm-hmm. The dog is trying to help me eat it, and I was
1: like, "Lily, go away." I have timing.
0: Mommy cookies, not puppy cookies.
1: I don't <sighs> care as long as it doesn't have chocolate in it.
0: They're fake Oreo cookies. They work. I don't think they would be very good for goggies. Well. So we've got Sanjeev and Daffy and all these people that if you've read any of her other stories you know. They're friends.
3: Mm-hmm. I love that she lies that she's a shop clerk.
0: <laughs> yeah. They find Remus's glasses and all these different things. I love the sometimes in a fit of passion he organizes the fridge. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, can we trade with yeah, anything where, where they belong? Oh God,
0: you know what's kind of scary is that fact that he actually might put his socks in the hamper instead of leaving them on the floor.
1: <gasps>
0: Ooh,
1: that is scary. I won't tell you what mine does. Uh,
0: <laughs> wears them on his head. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: Those will be mine that he wears on his head because he thinks it's funny. Of course.
0: Please tell me that you're talking about your socks,
1: And not your underwear. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> pictures? Okay. We have pictures,
1: Trisha. Come on. We have, yeah. And he's like, Shit. he puts it up over his nose so you can see out the eye holes. Oh jeez, leg holes. <laughs> yeah. And then he put, then he then he goes like, oh, I'm gonna be. He goes, I'm gonna be Mickey Mouse. Oh <laughs> dear. And okay. puts the hat bra on. Oh my I, just God. Look at him. I just look at him. I like, go, "How old are you?" <laughs> He's like four. I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds about right." Uh-huh. Yeah. So
0: I have a dog on my lap.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so for a fit of of frenzy, <laughs> and so they're just kissing him, and she's just—I think she's having fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah. So they decide that you know they're going to sit down and talk a little bit. And- and uh, Tonks leans over in between the kitchen, and, and uh, one of them's pregnant. I can't remember who.
1: Maddie. Maddie's the other pregnant. two are
0: mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that pregnant. helps. Well, you know, this is yep. Harry Potter fan fiction. One of the men could be pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know, Please no. I
1: no. don't Harry Potter fan fiction of a man being pregnant, but okay. Boy, you did know, someone say that be... there you know, there was a Snape and Remus one, and one of them was pregnant. Oh, just Do we have to go there? Fernwood <laughs> yeah. is going
0: to be really, really mad at you that you insinuated that her fan fiction had empry in it. Yeah, I
2: know. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Fern. I know and better. And then she
3: won't talk to us again. And then what are we going to
0: do? <laughs> yeah, we'll be we able fan girl, and that's awful. So shush. All right, all right. I'll cut it out or something. Actually, no, I won't. Um, hey, Trisha, Trisha wait, 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 Trisha, <laughs> yeah. did you get to see the video of Ray Fiennes reading Harry Voldemort? Oh, God. I, did, I, didn't, get, I didn't get to see it yet. <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, my brother watched that last night. He thought it was hysterical. Did you get to see it, Heather?
3: No, I didn't know about it. I have not oh, been paying
0: attention to like, God. anything except for sleep and work and homework. Uh, well, apparently they got. There's actually videos. It's on. It's on leaky now. Yeah, I know. It's under an adult contact notice. It's in the um restricted section on the forum. You can go look.
1: Okay. Excuse
0: me. If you hear thumping, I think I need to go try to. Uh, um.
1: Is it the brave line? No, I actually need hearing. to like distract <laughs> her. I'll
0: be back. <laughs>
1: oh. I didn't. I, you, you sent me the thing on Facebook. <laughs> I, yeah,
0: I, God, I instant can't wait. You. I didn't actually post yeah. it because I was afraid of what some of my other friends would say. You have, Interesting. You have race lines of on your wall. That's very yeah. bad. Is it
3: bad that this is the first time I've been to Leaky in a very long time and was startled to see that it wasn't that it, It's changed? I'm disappointed that you went to Leaky instead of Pooflop. Well, I will go there. I didn't realize it was there. I was just, like, (laughs) you said it was on Leaky first before saying it was in the restricted section. I'm sorry! It's okay. (laughs) I'm just giving you a bad time. I know. Well, it's hard for me to see the restricted stuff at work because, you know, it's restricted, so I, like, usually skip over it and have to remember to go back when I'm at home.
1: I know. This one will give me something to do at work tomorrow. So, no, okay. I can't,
3: That's the whole point. Is I can't see them at work half the time because right. you know. Oh,
1: I have it. I can do. I can get it on my phone and I'll, and I'll watch it that way. You guys, we're
0: way off course. Okay, so we have Tonks and her friends spending the evening together, laughing and talking about old times and gossiping about school friends. And Tonks says she's seen Bill Weasley and he's dating the French champion from the Triwizard Tournament. Woohoo! And uh, the baby starts kicking and moving around, so Maddie puts Togs' hand on her. to me why do all pregnant women do that?
1: Because sure. I want to I did. not like. I didn't want anybody to touch me.
0: Okay, I was just figured you were the only one of us that could actually speak to that. So,
1: I, I mean, some, I mean, it is, it is cool. But I got to the point. I, the, my old boss's wife, she was a little busybody and stuff like that. And every time she saw me, she had to put her hands on my belly and she never asked if anybody's around if anybody's around a pregnant woman you ask ask to touch the belly yeah oh yeah i hate when people i I, it drove me nuts so i i was to the point where i did not want anybody to touch me at all i'm like no Mm i'm not your toy (laughs) yeah i
0: don't blame you so then we switch over to Dudley, who's at his computer doing some of his work since all of it's late. And he's thinking about Mr. Lewis and wondering if he should tell his mom that Mr. Lewis has done that <gasps> magic stuff.
2: Ooh. But yeah, of course then he, he,
0: he, yeah, he knows right. that if she goes and reports it to <clears> the school <throat> that she's going to say that Mr. Lewis did something inappropriate and then he's going to come out like... yeah. So
1: Because like anything else, like how society or schools is, it's just like a small community. Mm-hmm. And they all know. Just like what well, how the Dumbledore said it, and he's like, Oh no one knows or like no one's supposed to know like how you got the the stone so everybody knows. Right. Kinda <laughs> it's it's an utmost secret. So of course everyone knows.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we have Petunia. We
0: we switch scenes again and Petunia's decorating the house and wants to know if what she's hanging up is even. And, you know, Vernon's like, yeah, it looks fine. And she picks up a box and on top of it is a wizarding photograph. And she quickly kind of drops it in the box. And when uh, Vernon wants to know what it is, she says, oh, nothing. And, you know, it, I got a letter from that Whistler woman. Whistler? Whistler? Wheeler? Weasley? You know, that one that sent the envelope. Oh, yeah. the we dumpy lie. red,
1: the,
0: the dumpy redheaded one. So. She's asking permission for Harry to hang out for holidays. And as much as they don't like letting him do anything fun, they'd much rather have him away from them so they can have their family time without him. Well, see, that doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, yeah, okay, you, you're that petty that you, quote, unquote, don't want to have him want him to have any fun. Right. But you'd rather have him where you have to watch them so you can't have fun? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I know. That's about stupid.
1: Yeah, I know what Molly's doing. I mean, she's just making, I mean, she's she's trying to be polite about it. And she's hoping against hope that they will be good, good, gracious people. Yeah. well, So much for that. (laughs) Molly's a little delusional, but hey.
0: (laughs) And then we have Creature who's stealing, um, no, excuse me, picking up things around the house that Master keeps misplacing. He in the trash can. He didn't mean to put it in the trash can. Creature's sure of that. Mm-hmm. Things have been in the house for seven generations. They were wedding gifts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he stopped his feet. I know. <laughs> you accidentally put them in the rubbish bin. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> there was nothing accidental about it. in the trash
3: you can almost see, like, I mean, it. you could just almost, I almost, like, knowing the whole spectrum of, of canon, I'm like, I kind of feel bad for Creature.
1: Yeah. Until yeah. he spit on the floor. <laughs> All I could think of, I mean, even though, like, he spit on the floor, the only thing I could think of is that, oh, great, he, he just had a big wad of chewing tobacco in his mouth.
0: <laughs> oh, that's just a bad visual, house with chewing tobacco. That's wrong. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Wrong. I think we no need, I think we no need no, no 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 no. I'm thinking more of like a bog, just a just a big old booger, okay. you know, like like Shrek type, you know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> pull it out of their nose or something. That would be more likely than chewing tobacco. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I think we need to move on. Let's go to yeah. the next chapter. Shall we? <laughs> They're house elves. Come on, think about it. I can take
3: this.
1: Well, some of them do. That's right. And Finger like stuffed
3: up and snee, and like you know, blowing my nose every five seconds. Like I'm good with this knot, I promise. Yeah. yeah are you okay.
0: using it to polish the furniture, like creatures? No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, of... me the, it reminds me of the one um, the one sick of how how they get stained out of clothes. It's yeah. Awesome. See on them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: We had this discussion. Yeah, they use they use it's it's elf urine. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. But they called it something else. They called it. Did,
0: they they called, called it HEP, House Elf P.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I remember, it's like Harry just looked at this. They're dying, peeing. <laughs> I just had this whole visual. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we haven't had a snort in a while. We needed that. <laughs> I think she's lost it. We need I, to move on. We, we've broke Trisha. This is very bad. Yeah, <laughs> and we're on chapter eighteen. Whispers from the war. <clears> okay, <throat> <Yep. sighs> and we're still and fighting with Sirius. Well, we're back in.
3: The, we're back in in Remus's point of view, and we're still fighting with Sirius.
0: Yep. Yeah. Remus has come in from the full moon. He's arrived to a cacophony. Mrs. Black is screaming. Sirius isn't paying any attention because Creature's. He's fighting Creature. Preacher. Yep. Yeah, Creature's got her wedding robes in his <laughs> arms. And, yeah. I almost thought you were going to say he has
1: them on
0: it. Like, I didn't see him like. Oh, no, he couldn't. No, he couldn't he can't,
3: put them on. Put no, I know on. that. I mean, the visual of, like, the, like, I know that he can't put them on, but could you just imagine the little house elf, like, in wedding robes, like, wrapped all around him, like, to try and, like, keep them to him so he doesn't get rid of them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, not my yeah. like clothes.
0: I'm just cleaning them. It's okay. Yeah. Just taking, picking them up to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we have this huge fight. And Remus touches Sirius's shoulder, and of course he jumps a foot.
1: No, oh, you're Flurry. back. Get down. You're not allowed up there, Flurry. I'm gonna throw something at you. Yeah. Don't look at me like that. You
0: need a Nerf gun.
1: I threw a ball of yarn, and she did. Oh, okay, she's playing with it now. Okay, <laughs> that works. No Nerf guns don't face her anymore. Oh, poor Katie. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I, I was jumping ahead. So jump.
3: Remus, Remus talks to Creature and says if you give me the robes, I'll make sure that Sirius doesn't destroy them. So, you know, Creature gives them up, and he's like, fine, I'll incinerate them from here. <laughs> Creature leaps over the railing. Remus had popped the
1: up that quickly, and insinuates himself between Remus and the wall. <laughs> he looked around Remus' knee. The werewolf said he wouldn't. Yeah,
3: I know. <laughs> 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 and he was like, you know those, like, the Matrix, like where where it's like the slow mo flip, and I'm like I just see creature like doing all kinds of like martial
1: arts moves so that like stop. It's, wow, those poor elves are just going crazy today. I know. It's like
0: uh, Wonder Woman, you know, when she reflects the bullets off of her wrist guards and and stuff. Can you just see? Sirius is like shooting spells and and he's like deflecting them all over the house. She can collect them the Mrs. Black. Maybe we can get rid of her. Maybe. But Remus says, well, let's give them to Dora. You know, we can put them in the the collection because she's got muggle wedding gowns. And she's like, no, mom's probably got them cursed to strangle anybody that puts them on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, all right. And then it's It's like. Too bad they can't accidentally leave them with Buckbeak. Yeah, because he's been destroying all kinds of stuff. She destroyed the bed. And they're like, you collect wedding clothes? And she's like, yeah, I got all kinds of clothes. I love that she collects all these costumes. I think it's hysterical.
1: Yeah. I can just see it. I mean, for her line of work, and she probably collects all different kinds of sizes because she can, She doesn't have to hem. She just changes herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's perfect. I wish I could
3: do that. <laughs> Me
1: too. I wouldn't mind a couple inches taller. And I don't know how to hem all my pants. And I don't know how to hem, and that is suddenly now a problem. I do know how to hem, but I don't like doing
0: <laughs> I could use, you know, either taller or longer arms so that I can actually get things in and out of cupboards. That would be helpful. Yeah. Welcome to Shortcast. <laughs> my my darling brother came and got forty pound bags of animal food out of the car for me this afternoon. So I'm very appreciative of him. Oh so, so we have Phileas Nigelis is back. And Remus... Phineas. Wants... Phineas. Phineas. Grayfur. Yes, let's say Grafer. I can say that. I have to look at it to say it, and if I'm not looking, I'm not pronouncing it correctly. So, Grafer. And of
1: course, I, I, he I hates was a, I was a fan of
0: the New Adventures of Jules Verne, and Phineas Fogg was one of the characters uh-huh. on the show. So. See, so,
3: it's, I don't think that Phineas is that bad of a
1: name, because you have Phineas and Ferb. I mean, I love Phineas and Ferb. I watch Phineas. it is a very good show. <laughs> it is. It's awesome. Yeah. Anyway. I it. He just he loves Doctor Dooper Yeah, I've
0: never heard of them.
1: Uh, it's on my their-
0: channel. You've never heard of Phineas and Ferb? Nope. Really? I don't watch TV. I think
3: it's a little too old for your kids. Yeah, like the, probably you have in your school, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but not her nephew. True.
0: I'll have to ask him.
1: Yeah. yeah, he's great. Dr. Doof and Schmerk is great. That's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, I say it wrong. Every <laughs> single time, it all corrects me. You should see it. It's, just, it's, it's quite hilarious. I'm like He, like, enunciates every syllable. He's like, Doof and Schmirk. I'm like, Doof and Schmerk? And he's, he gets mad at me. It's kind of, I kind of do it now on purpose. And, well, now since I've done it on purpose, I can't say it now.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, he's gone off to meet Dumbledore, who apologizes for calling him after the full moon, and we uh, find out that Snape's been made aware of certain movements in Lord Voldemort's circle. There's some sort of buildup for action, but he doesn't know what. So they're wanting, uh, okay, let's see if I can do this, Molly and Arthur, Yay! shoring up security at the borough while Harry's there, and that he's going to go to Grimwald Place for Christmas, and... We, uh you know, we don't know who it's going to be, so we need to be vigilant. And we God, find out that vigilant. Lord Voldy <laughs> is becoming more vigilant with his underlings, too. And we find out that four werewolves were spotted loose uh, in the city. And Remus is like, loose? I was in there. Like, no, you're not suspect. They caught a couple of them. And, but we just want you to know because... Voldemort may be talking to the werewolves. Mm -hmm. And Dumbledore wants to know what he thinks of Mr. Dursley, young Mr. Dursley. (laughs) And Remus lets him know. (laughs) And uh, Dumbledore, you know, Dumbledore really shows a lot of faith in Remus. Remus is the second in command now that Dumbledore can't get out very much because of our favorite frog at at Hogwarts. And then, oh, excuse me, Toad. Toad. (laughs) he's not. Nice. <laughs>
1: uh, Wrongs are too cute. Yes. Well, the
0: Toads are kind of cute, too. And a
1: yes, but man. you're, you're
0: like, you're, you're discriminatory towards like Kermit.
3: <laughs> you can't compare Kermit and, and Umbridge. Like they just know.
1: Kermit That's is the toad.
0: Very, very yeah. true. Yes. We, we won't do that. That would be bad.
1: um,
0: no, I've lost where I am. Oh, so and so he's also letting Remus decide how much to tell Dudley and, and stuff like that. So he's really, I, I like the trust that Dumbledore is showing Remus here. And he says, you know, Peter could be involved with all this werewolf stuff, so kind of keep your eyes open. And off he goes. And we find Remus hanging out at the seaside and just kind of thinking about all kinds of different things. And he's thinking, well, okay, I'm going to have to start talking to werewolves again. But it's really hard because after Umbridge's legislation, everybody thinks he's the one that caused all these restrictions, which is partially true. but Well, Umbridge. Umbridge is um, uh, prejudice against him. Prejudice against anything that's not human.
1: I love um, when they he gets to, um he's thinking about the people he can talk to and he gets to a friend, uh, Elizabeth. Um feelings. Elizabeth Feelings? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I mean, I I just started I started. I could just see the two of them just just um just giggling at each other. That's all. It's, oh yeah. Yeah. And quickly um uh, into bitter nonsense Elizabeth suggested that they could have a full moon beauty shop. For well, those I was I just not in the first
0: and I guess I, because I'm not used to, you have to forgive me. I have a dog who's, like, all over the front of me here. Um, You know, I, I'm sorry, but, and I'm sure this is coming from a different story, but wouldn't you kind of not want to associate with the werewolf who infected you? Yeah.
1: I always thought it was gray back then, back to them. That's
0: what I thought, too. But this says that it was her. Of course, this yeah. was written before we About,
1: knew that. No, no, it says, it says um. The werewolf who had first infected him about the werewolf comu- community. He told him about the community. I don't think it infected him.
0: No, no, uh, no, no. Once, the one she had spoken with her, the werewolf who had first infected him. No, it, this makes it sound got, like got, she's got the one that, that did it. But he's yes. talking to her about the community. Yes, she she's having a discussion with him about other werewolves. She's the one who infected him and is now talking to him about the other werewolves, and they're having a big joke. And I'm thinking to myself, if somebody infected me with a terminal illness, I wouldn't be saying, oh, hi, can we have tea? Yes.
1: Yeah. You know. was, I think there's something, something maybe in the writing, because we all know it was Grayback.
0: Yeah, but I'm not sure that when she wrote this she knew. I, I don't yeah, remember. I don't think she did. I don't know. Did.
1: Maybe it's something we need to ask her. Footnote. Okay. You know, <sighs>
0: And it says, Remus and Elizabeth had been odd in their propensity to keep in touch. Most werewolves did not harbor fond feelings for one another. After all, the one thing every werewolf in the world had in common was that he or she had at one point been attacked by a werewolf. Right. And it tended to produce a strained cordiality of shared knowledge on good days and outright suspicion and loathing on bad ones. So, but yeah, Kelly, I see your point. It would be weird to... You know, yeah. hang out with the person that infected you. Right. Then we jump back to Grimald Place where Dora is playing with Mrs. Black's wedding clothes and uh she's kind of trying them on and stuff. <laughs> he clears his throat and she jumps. She's like, Remus, I didn't know you were back. <laughs> Oops. Because I think she's I having think... daydreams.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, Someone's daydreaming. Yep. Girl.
0: And she explains that these are the first family things that she's owned from the blacks. And so it's kind of making her think. And then, you know, she's like, I never really cared for these things. I don't know why I like I'm liking them. But I keep thinking my great grandmother wore these and now they're mine. And it's a bit disturbing. <laughs> I then, have a I have a, a. a, a I I've just thought about this. And it's kind of I'm gonna go off on a tangent. Who me? Um oh. well, yeah. Uh, wizards live a really long time, right? So if this is these are her great grandmother's robes, they're probably two hundred years old, mm-hmm. right. easily. So, I, I the reason that reminded that reminded me of something else. I saw um, a, a post yesterday, or maybe it was the day before yesterday, from Mental Floss. I don't know if anybody reads that. Mm-hmm. Mental Mental Floss is like the geek's version of trivial it's a tr- you know they got all kinds of articles about just all kinds of weird things that you wouldn't think of one of the things that they were talking about was oh gosh Buchanan's children Buchanan being the president of the United States before Lincoln mm-hmm. okay his two of his grandchildren are alive Wow. grandpa was president 150 years ago yeah, their father, their father was born to Buchanan's wife and Buchanan was in his 60s. And they were born to their father's wife when he was in his 60s. And they're like in their 80s wow. now. One of them is 90 something years old, but they're still mm. alive. And it's mm. just like, wow, you know, <laughs> you yeah. see, think of a generation being 20 years. And you know somebody who was born back in nineteen forty and and how you know how are they related to people who were let's just put it this way people who were born during World War two mm-hmm. you think, oh gosh, you know they're really old, and you know they're like my grandparents, but the, his grandparents were a hundred years before that I mean it's just like yeah. it boggles the mind, so her great grandmother you know that was during. The Regency <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for, for Great Britain before <laughs> before France, before Napoleon. I mean, just. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time.
1: Yeah, these robes are a tad bit out of date.
0: <laughs> yeah, just a little.
1: Everything comes back around, you know. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. I
0: well, mean, well, petticoats. If you're talking about wizard robes, they never changed from the 1600s anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Tangent <laughs> Old Age. Bye, As I bore Trisha to death. Nah, sorry. Me. So he uh Remus comes back and asks her about the werewolves. That were and, caught. Yep, yeah, that were caught. And she mentions that they were near Biddenden. Uh-huh. And that triggers a memory for him, but he doesn't quite know what it is. And she's like, yeah, we had to modify memories and the muggle were the excuse committee said that there had been escaped wolves from a zoo so people would be careful and stuff like that. And, but you weren't involved. There's no reason to think you were involved. So, you know, there's nothing for you to worry about. And he's like, I, I don't understand why you didn't want to tell me. And she says, they're going to Azkaban. They're going to Azkaban and I helped send them there. All because they transformed too close to towns and something went wrong. And, you know, she feels bad. What if I had to do this to Remus? And Yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah, and he says, Dora, you know, these werewolves weren't accidentally there. that It had to be deliberate. And so, but he's like, why does Biddington sound familiar? It sounds really familiar. Why, why do I think that? And he's like, Peter, it has something to do about with Peter. And so we find out that his father was unfaithful.
1: And, and his mistress lived there.
0: That's where the mistress lived. The mistress who mysteriously disappeared. And they're like, how oh, we should have known back then. But yeah. So Dumbledore wants me to go find out what's going on and to get close, as close as possible. And of course, Sirius and Dora explode, sounding very much like Mrs. Black's portrait. <laughs> they
1: are related.
0: Yeah. And we find out, in this universe at least, that silver doesn't really hurt a werewolf. And she says, well, you may not have a silver allergy, but he could punch through your chest.
1: (laughs) Because it is supposed to be very, very strong. Yep.
0: Well, you know, it's like a prosthetic.
3: Yeah. And there's nothing in canon that, that confirms the silver bit.
0: Like, No, we just know werewolf lore.
3: Yeah. But, I mean, like, yes, she gave Peter a silver hand. I remember, like, reading conspiracy theories that... Remus was gonna die at the hand of of Peter and you know all this other stuff and mm-hmm. nothing ever came of it.
0: Well, and is it silver or is it silvery? Yeah. I don't remember silver. It Could be chrome.
1: <laughs> it could be. It could be liquid, whatever, mercury. Yeah, so, yeah, it could so be, be quicksilver. It gets. get that you know, like washed and waxed, so it shines like his
2: ribs.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking like a. Uh, um, yeah, The Wizard of Oz, the buffer machine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh,
2: dear. Yeah, you got it.
0: We're starting to get to that point, people. Uh, we got to hurry. So Remus pops over to Dora's after work and is accosted by her neighbor who says, that girl that you had house sitting this weekend she made all kinds of noise thudding things up the stairs and everything and he's like uh yeah my wife's niece hmm <laughs>
1: because well, that's it, i suppose i'll talk to her about yeah her and so <laughs>
0: off she goes and then he walks in and finds the desk and he's just very happy but he's also feeling like you know another thing i owe her
1: Oh, get over it.
0: I I like the note. Look, a workspace It's not the kitchen table. Bad idea, isn't it? Love,
3: Dora. (laughs) I don't know. It's hard when you.
0: I think it's funny that they got a whole apartment and everything for the phone. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Well, like, if you think about it, like, I kind of get where he's coming from. It's like so many people do so many nice things that you just never know how to, you know how to thank someone and so you you start to keep this mental like large balance dance. of like you know this one did this so i have to pay them back and how do i repay that kindness and how do i do that and it, it's just human nature to like you want to make sure that that you appreciate their kindness so much you know that you want to do something for them and it it's taken me a lot of heartache and strife you know this past year to actually understand the fact that a thank you is all that's necessary you know i mean i can't pay back what everyone has done for me but i can say thank you and and that is you know truthfully what i mean and eventually you know i will be there for you whenever you need it but i don't have to try and settle these debts and i just don't think he ever came to that realization it's like it's a very hard thing to come to but no, as soon it, as someone said to me, you know, all you have to do is say thank you, it was just like this weight was lifted off of my shoulders. Like, okay, I can do that. That's something that I can do.
1: So. Yeah, you know what? It, it comes with age. And, and the thing is, I mean, with Remus, he's had Dumbledore and everything like that. I mean, I even have trouble with it. And, like, my parents have done so much. for I me. Mean, my brother's done so, so much for me. My family, I mean, other Family and friends. And I'm like, yeah, it's just like you said, a thank you is really just anything that you want. It's, it's, that's all they need. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to, like, I'm like, there's no way I can repay financially to what people have done for me. Yeah. There's just no way possible. But it's as long as you, I think, if someone is truly appreciated, I think you don't need, sometimes you don't even need to say thank you. It's a hard thing. Sometimes I just want... He's just such a martyr sometimes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He is. So, Dora finally comes home and and he thanks her for the the desk and says that the neighbor thinks she's being too loud.
1: Ow! (laughs) What was that? Kitty, Kitty cat fight with me. Oh. And she bit me.
0: Oh, ow. Ouch. Not hard,
1: but just enough to not the puncture skin, but she's just, she she's fighting with me. We haven't fought in a while. And she thinks while wow, I'm podcasting, is the best time to fight.
0: Of course it is. It's just like Lily needs to be in Kelly's face while we're podcasting. Right. And he, uh.
1: Oh, I'm getting licks now. Oh, well, that's good. Kisses. I got the nice sandpaper tongue. <laughs> he she, oh, he no, wants I to know what
0: her, her friends think And she's like Oh I tell them I'm having a mad affair with a muggle It's quite the scandal <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's like uh oh but And they know that she's lying But they don't know what the truth is And that's fine And
1: Okay, okay one question I guess as an oar you can't tell them that you're an oar No I think they know what she does Okay Because they were
3: making fun of her for You know The comment about being the shopkeeper. Like, I think they know what she does. Okay. I wasn't
2: sure.
0: And she had thought about telling them about Voldemort and Harry while they were there. But because Maddie was pregnant, she didn't want to bring that down. Excuse me. On them. So she just kind of left it. And Remus has kind of heard this a lot of times, too. You know. And they decide that. She asked him if he wants something to eat. She's going to watch some TV. <laughs> she kind of likes this muggle TV thing. But he says he's got to go deal with some werewolf business and stuff. And he says, you look tired. And she says, yeah, I was writing reports. And we know she hates doing reports. So, And we find out that they have the one that they caught slinking around in a garden. But she won't talk to them. She's not saying anything. <laughs> And Remus says, Did you look at her forearm? And she says, Yeah, no dark artwork yet. <laughs> I liked that.
1: Well, from what I understood in um at least in Canon. I mean um I mean Dumbledore. I mean, Oops, uh, <laughs> That's Vol- a Freudian slip. <laughs> yeah. Um Voldemort will not mark unworthy kinda of like mm-hmm. creatures.
0: Yeah, but he didn't do it to friend right yeah. yeah. Um And that was a big bone of contention, from what I understand. Yeah. Because he wasn't elevated to the same level as the rest of the Death Eaters. Right. And he resented it. Yeah. So So he's got a few names and he's going off to interview werewolves and try to find out if... Voldemort has approached them, but he's having a really hard time because they either resent him for the laws, the legislation. Oh, wow. I can't say that either. Legislation. Umbridge's laws or their parents do. Apparently he spent some time and the werewolf was okay, but her parents just reamed him out for all of this. And she's like, (laughs) mothers. And then he tries it again, Tuesday, Wednesday, and the same thing happens. And, uh, Thursday, he's surprised by a visit of Dud from Dudley. You really are screwing these names up. So. I'm having a terrible time. I am.
1: Uh, I haven't. Had are you drinking to drink. and you I didn't give us any? I haven't
0: had anything to drink. I didn't even drink with dinner tonight. I had tea. Damn. I'm thinking, what did are you sure? What did you put in that kind of, what kind of tea? Did you have? Well, I had some some Advil or no some Tylenol with my tea, so maybe that's. Was the
1: way. was there some codeine in it, maybe? <laughs>
0: I don't think so. Oh, that was the other thing from the podcast. They interviewed one of them when they were on Vicodin. Oh, God. They really are like us. <laughs> they are so us. It's not <laughs> even funny. But, okay. I'm sorry. are you talking about playing. gallery cast again? I am. <laughs>
3: They're us. I'm telling you. I know. Or are we them? I'm not sure. Is it another dimension?
0: It
1: is. Is it, is it polar? Mm-hmm. It's not polar. Mm-hmm. Parallel. Yes. Do
3: they all have mustaches? Are they the the the, the evil <laughs> version of all of us? That's how you tell. They fall in
1: through the wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so which which one's Sue? Which one's Trisha? <laughs> which one's Kelly? Which one? What's well, Scott?
0: <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh,
1: well, Patrick, well, they like sing.
0: Will have to be Scott. Yeah, yeah. And let's see, Kelly would have to be Kathy because she's the Filker. <laughs> um. I don't know about the rest. Yeah, that's
1: it. Well, okay. if they're parallel dimensions, so it would be a non-runner for me.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I, I'm not sure and if any of them the, run. Then
1: the other one would have would be have like all black thumbs. They couldn't be on a farm whatsoever.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I'll keep. <laughs> there will be no
1: chickens. there will be no chickens. Let's
0: see what I can come up with. I had somebody come up to me today. One of my coworkers come up to me today and say. I need to talk to you.
1: Okay. Uh And I
0: think she's got something, you know, earth shattering to tell me because yesterday she told me something earth shattering. So I'm like, oh, great. Not again. And she says, never mind. I'll come here and talk to you. So then I think, okay, we're in the middle of the lobby. It can't be that bad. Mm -hmm. She says, we're studying veterinarians. And I think it would be really fun to raise a chick and a duck. What do you think? And I'm like, oh my uh, God. It's a really bad time to get your hands on those. Yeah. And we don't have an incubator, and I'm not sure we're allowed to have those in class. But if you can clear them, then I guess it would be fun. So, and then I told her about how they color them, how they yeah. inject dye into the eggs, and then the chicks are hatched different colors and stuff. And she's she'd never heard anything like it. So she was just, I've appalled. never
1: heard anything. Yeah,
3: I'm pulled too. I knew that. I knew that chicks could be different colors because my mother would tell me stuff like they would get little chicks at Christmas time that would, or not Christmas, Easter time Easter. that would be, yeah, different colors.
0: Yeah, they inject dye into the embryo, and then when they hatch, they're green and blue and red. And orange. Interesting. Yeah, it's wrong.
1: Why don't yeah. you just dip them in Kool-Aid?
0: Because it's so much cooler if they hatch those colors. I didn't know <laughs> okay, well, since I can't talk, somebody else talk about these werewolves.
1: Um, we're on werewolves? Yeah,
3: kind
0: of. Or Deadly. Deadly, deadly yeah. Quite put together.
1: Uh, okay. Um, and is now
0: fit to return to res- boxing.
1: Yay! You, you were awesome. going to say wrestling.
0: <laughs> I was going to say wrestling. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then so then remus is like okay whatever and he goes back to to london and while he was waiting for the bus for a bus across town he saw a ch- he saw a small chubby little boy tugging his mother's fur coat while she ignored him to read a magazine and but he thought nothing of it uh but the image kept coming back to him as the evening went on so when he got back
1: he had like a theory
3: i've got a theory.
1: Yeah, he or needs we've got a theory. Yeah, he we've got didn't a theory. know where Peter he didn't know where Peter was, but Mrs. Pettigrew was four miles where he was lying. I wonder well, if that, she had any visitors.
0: Well the thing is that Mrs. Pettigrew never paid any attention to Peter at all. Mm-hmm. Peter yeah. would latch himself on <laughs> to people and be their shadow. He did that to James and Sirius and he did that to his mother. And that's kind of why that image of the little boy tugging on mom while she ignored him stuck with him right and when he gets back to grim place Kingsley and Dung and Mad-Eye and Emmeline are all there and they've decided that maybe Voldemort's going to attack the Hogwarts Express during the holidays you know that's where all the kids are that's where Harry's supposed to be what if that's the plan and so they decide that they've got to somehow get Harry so that he's not on the train and, you know, but not raise suspicions from the toady woman Right, and you know, they, well, what about the other kids? If Harry's on the train, we can't offer them up as bait. But they figure that if that they'll have Death Eaters there to see if he gets on the train, and if he doesn't get on the train, then they won't mess with it. So, I you don't know what they decide with the train, too.
3: So we're at the next chapter. Ooh, mm-hmm. Chapter twenty. Yeah.
2: Awful
3: man. So we learn about that awful man and. Remus got out of the house um, before noon on Saturday, but I guess it was a trying process mm-hmm. because as it started to deal with Peter, Sirius was very um, adamant that he should be involved. So, and, you know, the only way that they could really talk him down was the fact that Mrs. Pettigrew still thinks that he murdered Peter. So really
0: that doesn't help anything. Well, she's been, if you think about it, Think about it, though. You've got a woman who barely paid any attention to her son. And suddenly he and and now he's appeared to be killed by someone who is obviously tied to the dark lord. And it's all it's all publicity. Mm -hmm. It's all publicity. I mean, she reminded me of a local story. We have a, a person here who was—he's uh, Augustus Bush the Fourth—and they used to own Anheuser Bush. And his girlfriend of, who was 37 years old, was found dead in his home, apparently of an overdose of oxycotton and cocaine. She has an eight-year-old son, who Bush has said. I'm going, I, you know, he, he's going to have a trust fund and the support and everything. And, and then his, the, the kid's father jumps in and says, well, I'll be the trustee. Now her parents who haven't had anything to do with her 15 years have all of a sudden jumped in and said, we want part of this too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't, you know, for a loss of companionship. And It's like, right. Really? Really? Oy. Because it's, because it's his fault that she died in his house, because he apparently held her down and forced all these drugs down her throat. Yeah, <laughs> that. But but the publicity—it's all like, well, you know, my daughter was died in the Bush mansion, and na 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 Yeah, but you haven't talked to her for fifteen years. What's the deal now that she's—you know—it's kind of like lavender. Now you want me to break up with him now that he's all famous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, really? Come on. I just don't get it. <laughs> and well, that's what and that's what she's done here. She is very much doing the woe is me. Look, mm-hmm. I'm the woman who's been injured in this, you know, nail the back of the hand of the forehead kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all she's done. You know, there's pictures of him all over the house. Or there were never any before when he was growing up, you know. It's it's very obvious.
1: Yeah, it's sad. It
0: is. Sad. Yes, and he knows it. You know. Yeah. He's, oh yeah. He's just like yeah,
1: but he has to play the game to get more yeah. information mm-hmm. out of her.
0: Yeah. So a young man okay. in a dark robe opens the door. So he's she's got a, a butler. Mm-hmm. Yes. And one of the things that we find out, <laughs> I believe it's right in this area that. Um, Peter never really had money. His robes were kind of secondhand and stuff like that. And it wasn't because his family didn't have money. It was just that she lived beyond her means so that it looked like she had a lot of money so that she was in the right places and looking the right way. And if that meant that Peter had to skimp and, you know, not eat or whatever, that that was what was going to happen. So she really did treat him. Poorly,
1: pretty poorly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a second-rate citizen. I, in some ways, you this is, makes you want. This makes you feel for him, and you feel bad. But then also, you're like, oh, he did do all these bad things. To, to um,
0: Lily well, and, and, stuff. and then of course we we've turned that into is this um,
3: nature versus nurture?
0: Yes, thank you. <laughs> that was what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Well, I mean, Peter's you look at I it. Think it was. I think it was it was nurture more than nature. Mm-hmm. Really I mean, for him.
3: Not to defend her, because I, I, I don't agree with her parenting techniques. However, if you look at, you know, that Regency period and beforehand, the parents never really paid much attention to their children. It was always fobbed off on like, you know, nannies oh, sure.
0: or, yeah, but or she other didn't- things. But, but she, she really was didn't not in have that, that class. Him. Yeah, she wasn't yeah. in the class that could do nothing. It was she was the, yeah. she was definitely leeching off of his publicity. It's yeah. you know bad publicity so, or not.
3: I completely agree. I'm just saying yeah. that, you know, there are people who were raised in an environment where they were raised by the help. Yeah, and you know, turned out to be good people. Sure.
0: Right. So yeah but they were raised by the help, yes they weren't neglected by the help and the parents yeah true mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing you know you had friends with your nanny you were you didn't you weren't allowed to run <laughs> naked through <the> fields mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah, so she's you know rambling on and on about Peter and how. That oars have come and talked to her because you know Remus has told them that it was Peter, not Sirius, that did it, and oh, she, he must have been under a Confundus charm, or, the, or perhaps it the full moon. moon. Yeah, you—you yeah. you really wouldn't have betrayed Peter, right? And you know, Remus is like, no, I have not betrayed Peter. <laughs> He's betrayed himself, but yeah, <laughs> he doesn't say that out loud. And she goes on, 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 and on about the werewolf part of him, but. She's at least. Oh, wait, I love this. I love this thought about Remus. It's like, well,
3: Remus thought you should see the child he managed to raise last year. She's talking about, I should have grandchildren around me. And he's like, well, you should see the child he managed to raise
1: in terms of Voldy Baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Voldy Baby? Voldy Baby. Mm. I shouldn't have drank mics. But okay.
0: You're giving me a bad time and you've been the one drinking? This isn't fair. I had, well, I had
1: a drink and I'm thinking to myself, oh, what can I have? Oh, why? having. And I just chugged it.
0: We're having this discussion <laughs> and she, you know, she got something on Halloween and yeah. it was a lock of hair and a ring. From your chest. <laughs> no, not that. Thank you. Sorry. You've been watching Grease Too Much. Hello. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lock of hair. From her, from
1: her chest. chest. <laughs> I love that line. I was wondering and I'm like I was thinking the ring from her chest. I'm like <laughs> the ring on her chest. I'm like,
3: ow. I'm telling you, I'm in one I'm now in a goofy mood where I have a
0: reference for everything. <laughs> oh, dear. As you wish. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm a Montoya. <laughs> <father. laughs> Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. My name is Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die.
0: no. So uh, she hasn't told the oars, but something came on Halloween in a plain envelope. And yeah, it's the lock of hair in the ring. And, uh, She's sure that Sirius Black sent it. Uh, uh-huh. it, it wasn't him. No, and we know it wasn't him. Yeah. But, you know, perhaps he's trying to get even with Peter or whatever. <laughs> and so she says, you know, can he wants to know if he can take it and have it examined. And she, no, she no, no. It. She wanted him to sniff it out. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's like, ooh, can you smell him? <laughs> did you see him out there he's like yeah yeah that's it let me have it and I'll just go sniff around the yard yeah oh brother this is bad <laughs> we broke Trish again I love this so he he finally gets away from her after this terrible salad and stuff And now Dora's like why would he send her hair after all this time And Sirius is like, oh, he's bragging. He's telling his mom he's solved her problem. Mm.
1: He got even.
0: Yeah. And Dora's like, I don't like it. It smells wrong. (laughs) I'm just thinking, oh, there we go. It's (laughs) (laughs) it's not Remus that can sniff it out. It's Dora. (laughs) Dora. And a Megan. That's right. Yeah. You know, basically, he's told Remus where he is. And he doesn't. Well, he should know that Remus and Sirius are together, but he's, you know. I don't think he. I think he's a few
3: crayons short of of a box. You know, sometimes. sometimes.
0: He's Peter. He is Peter,
1: and he. What know, color do you think he's missing?
0: Star-truise. Chartreuse.
3: I don't know. I think he has all the bland colors.
0: Yeah.
1: He uh-huh. doesn't have any red.
0: The grays and the browns. Or gold. He's missing the Hufflepuff colors. So I just know it.
1: What the hell is a Hufflepuff? <laughs>
3: Oh. oh, well,
0: I think he's missing the Gryffindor colors because, you know, he,
3: if he had courage and bravery. He had a lot of
1: over, though.
0: Yeah. They decide that uh, Dora's going to be assigned to the area tomorrow and Remus is going to go and he's going to send a signal if he sees anything suspicious. And she says, I'll be with my partner. And he says, well, if I send a signal, it's going to be a definite call for help. So please come. And we find out that uh, school is uneventful. And off he's gone to this – he's separated to this quiet, well-kept road, and he's going to see if he can find Peter. Yeah. He's thinking about it, and the mistress was Peter's
1: first kill. I thought he would do it after Sirius. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no. Oh, I guess he never killed – he didn't kill James. He, would, he really um, didn't technically kill James or Lily or Sirius. Right. I've got
0: a really bad connection. What?
1: I said, I I said, I guess it, I was thinking he killed James and James and Lily, but he really technically didn't kill them.
0: No, he just told them where they were. He just offered them yeah. up his bait. But I the almost, thing was, this was be, in nineteen seventy eight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which was three years before Harry. Mm-hmm.
3: I almost feel like this was how he got in. He had to get the dark mark somewhere, somehow. And he had to prove that he wasn't a double agent. So he had to kill someone. Right. I mean, there's... I I mean, like, I've watched enough
1: mob movies. Like, you gotta Mm -hmm. do one for the family. Like, (laughs) so, I mean... So
0: so we have her, who was killed. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. then a week later, Mr. Pettigrew died. Right. Mm -hmm. In a, quote-unquote, potion-mixing accident. Yeah. Is that Which is means that. that I so I think that she was the trial run, and Daddy was the prize. The prize. I agree because he betrayed Mother, even though Mother didn't give a crap about Peter. Him.
1: Yeah. Every he, uh, every little boy wants wants um, his mommy to pay attention to him. Right. As you're learning. Yes. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> Don't kill child. Don't kill child. (laughs) So he's, Remus is
0: sneaking up on this house and he sees claw marks on this old tree. And he's like, okay, this is part of Dora's search. And he sends the signal and the house seems to be completely deserted, but he doesn't believe it. So he's kind of sneaking around the back because the front door is too easy. He knows better. And he hears voices partway down. He hears voices and, what we find as he half climbs the wall to look in the window is that they've got this man and he's been bitten and they're throwing there's these two terrible people that are throwing raw meat to him, you know, and they just think it's a joke. And he's apparently one of the people that helped pass these laws against the werewolves. And so he's, uh, you know, person non grata among the werewolves. So they've changed him. And as he's up there learning all this stuff, Peter finds him up on the, the house and Expelliarmus is him. And then they have a bit of a chat. Peter's like, Oh, it's so good to see you. I hoped you'd come. And, you know, Remus wants to know who he has, and, you know, it's this anti-werewolf guy. And he's just kind of, you know, Peter is Peter. He's jumpy and his eyes are darting around everywhere. And, you know, he just has all these rat-like tendencies and he, just he just like,
1: reminds me he has a lot of HD or ADD or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, or like Tourette's and something like all of a sudden I want to hear him go, Look at something like that. <laughs> Do You know, like, I don't know how to put this in the best light, but
3: I felt like the, some of like the, the tics that David Tennant used as Barty Crouch Jr., like, I feel mm-hmm. like
0: those should have, you know, like, that's
3: kind of, like, how I see some of his jerky movements. Not that the actor who played...
0: Peter Spaulding?
3: Yes. Um, who played Peter... Peter flashed, Pettigrew.
0: Um, yeah. Timothy Spaulding. Timothy yeah. Spaulding. Timothy oh, yeah. I,
3: like, I felt like he was also within the realm. It was just sort of, like, you know, little things that, you know, the nervousness and the ticks and the and the shuddering and things like that. Like, David Tennant definitely you know, had those, and I
0: could see those characteristics on, on this Peter. Yeah. So... Well, I saw tenants more of a snake, and then the... or even, you know, to to go Disney on you, hyena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then... But the... But Peter was... And, and the way that the actor portrayed Peter was very rodent-like. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was... That was spot on. Yeah. So...
3: No, like I said, he did. I mean, the actor who played Peter did a very good job. It's just like some of these things, like the jerkiness, like I equate that to more of like how, how David acted. And you're right. Like it was more snake like hyena like, Mm -hmm. you know, like after like the feast and like I think hyena like the
0: rabid dog kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what's the hyena? Oh, like in, um, the lion lion king. King. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to have to go find Lion King clips now. Thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what we
0: do to kings who step out of their kingdom? Pugh. You can't do anything to me. Uh, technically, they can.
2: We
3: are
0: on their land. But Zazu, you told me they're nothing but slobbering, mangy, stupid vultures. It's day on the Upids day. So I love that Remus asks what Voldemort's planning and Peter jumps. What do you mean? And he says, you know, this werewolf business isn't important to him. What else is he planning? And Peter's like, I'm going to help you. And Remus is like, the only way you can help me is to answer my question. Tell me what Voldemort is going to do. Or hasn't Voldemort even told you? And Peter's like, stop saying his name. And I love, you know, that Remus can say Voldemort. I just think that's
1: great. I wonder if there's a
3: jinx on them. Because they no, they never say... They say Dark Lord.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a sign of respect. That's why it was always you dare speak his name. Yeah. Yes. it's a sign of respect. It's like saying God, you know, ah. instead of Yahweh. You know, <laughs> it's just got it, Jehovah. You don't say the name; it's the Lord. You know, that's the that's how they did it. Okay, fair enough. And he's offering Peter's offering up Snape. Go on. Because Snape supposedly was the one that organized the raids against the werewolves last time. And Boy, Snape is just one busy character. He really yeah. is.
1: Yeah, he does just it all, man. One busy guy. <laughs> He's the man. He
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all I can think of is Snape. Snape. Down below. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Snape. Snipe. Severus Snipe. 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 Severus Snipe. Dumbledore! Snipe. Severus Snipe. Dumbledore! Snape. But it was Snape anyway. that cost Remus his job. And so Remus, you know, could have uh, some resentment there. And I could see Peter really needling that. on that. And Remus says he's he's old history and... Peter's like, well, he's one of the dark lords and he's tortured and he's murdered and other things, you know, and you forgot your potion once and see what happens. This has to bother you. And Remus hears the apparition pops of Dora and her partner coming and he's trying to keep Peter distracted. And he, you know, he says, I don't want him fall the time. I, I don't like being the wolf. And they go back and forth and he jumps Peter and He's knocks the wand away and he's got a knee in Peter's chest and he's just, he's waiting for Dora to come, but he's forgotten the hand, the silver hand. And it's, you know, crushed oh, his Oh, forget about that. Or crushed his arm and he gets knocked off and, and it's actually, it's crushing his elbow. And, oh, that just hurts me just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And so he decides to. You know, Peter gets his wand back and is starting to do the Avada Kedavra curse, but... see, hey,
1: you think Peter's, he's no... You think he's not a wimp and stuff like that, but then he does something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? He, the, the slimy little bastard.
0: <laughs> slimy little <Yeah>. rodent. <laughs> and Dora chases him off and, of course, he transforms and disappears.
3: They had to let him be something small and
0: and and... You know, to yeah. Yeah. So, and in they go. Remus just has to stay out of the way, and she's got, she gets one guy, and her partner's got the other two, and says, you know, one got away, and, and her partner wants to know who it was, and she says she didn't see him, and Remus is like, it was Peter Pettigrew. And uh, her partner, Dennis Scrimjar, of course, says, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Is
3: yeah. this, like, is this Ruthless's dad, maybe? Possibly. I mean, the, the age would kind of be right. It's a question for Fern.
0: Yeah. yeah it makes this sense. Be, maybe an uncle. Yeah. Okay. So Remus retracts his statement and says, It was a short, heavy-set man, balding blue-eyed. One hand appears to have been magically replaced, and he bears a striking resemblance to Peter Pettigrew. Is that more acceptable? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. uh, they send the werewolf bit man to St. Mungo's hey. and then send Remus home to, you know, get hey, his Remus. arm taken taken care of, too. Wasn't the, uh, refresh me here, mm-hmm. wasn't the werewolf bit man in St. Mungo's when Harry and yes. crew went to go right, see, Arthur. Yep, we'll see Arthur? Yeah. We'll see that in the next chapter or two. Yeah. Because he was the one that, he turned his face away from everyone. He was despondent Mm -hmm. because there's no cure. So Remus puts a numbing charm on his arm and heads home. And Sirius says, go to St. Mungo's. I can't take care of this. And so he heads in. And of course, Andromeda's not there. And Till's not there. Well, she's in taking care of the werewolf. And so he gets a former student. He takes care of his arm and he does it really meticulously and carefully. And when he finally is told it was a good job, he's very pleased that he's put his professor back together. Yep. He heads home and he's in the leaky and two people, two Aurors accost him and take him to the uh, department for regulation and control of magical creatures. You need to come in. And he's like, my registration is up to date. And he says, we're not with the registry. And so, they take him in, and he's got an advocate there, but she's not a whole lot of help.
1: Yeah, she really needs Hermione. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, but I could just see Hermione probably getting thrown in jail with him. Kind of thing. I mean, yeah, Yeah. she would always be thrown in contempt.
0: She's a tribal warrior. What do you mean?
1: As a tribal warrior? (laughs) 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 Tribal warrior? Yeah. But, I mean, the thing is, in this, I think this Edith character, I don't think, it's not that she she can't, um, that she doesn't do him any good. She just knows it's a losing claw. I right. mean, no matter but, how, uh, she knows it's absurd, no matter what she does, it, it, somehow it's going to get twisted. And she just you just have to sit there and go through the paces of all this stuff. And they're just reaming him out, just yeah. trying to just keep asking the same questions see if they could at least trip him up and say like, yeah, I'm part of the order because of McNair's in there and we all know he's a freaking death eater.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they just go over and over and over again and he's there for hours. You just know it's just awful. And yeah. they, you know, they don't bring him food or water. They get food and water for themselves and at least she shares with him mm-hmm. and, Finally somebody breaks in close to midnight. Somebody breaks in and he's like, I, I beg your pardon, Mr. Chubb, but you guys are needed and you know, we're in the middle of an interrogation and well there's an emergency. Arthur Weasley's been found and he's bloody and bitten up something terrible and Yeah, you know, and this is like you're like, Oh, I know where this is in the book. <laughs> yeah. And so Remus thinks he can leave and they say, No, you have to stay and so Edith conjures him a bed and says i'll have your your wand in the beings division and you can pick it up when they let you go and she locks him in and it's- he ends up spending a pretty decent night once he finally resigns himself that he's gonna be the prisoner there yeah and
1: i'm done worse you can do what i just
0: gotta sleep yeah yeah you know. and of course he's dreaming again peter's there enjoying- and some and he's both there as Peter is the young man and as the piebald man who broke his arm last night. I love that description, piebald man. <laughs> um, James and Lily are being held captive and Harry and yeah, it's just crazy. All these different things. And then Dora wakes him up and he's like totally disjointed and discombobulated and doesn't know where he is. and He's like, I'm up, I'm up. And she's like, I got here as quick as I could.
3: And she got this wand and- from Edith.
1: And she fixed and she
3: everything. Said, yeah. I'm not sure if they're finished talking to me and she's like, Oh, they're finished
1: all right. Yeah. And she has everything ready for him to go to go to um to go to his classes. Yeah. yeah.
0: She's And she's she, and she's fuming. Oh, she's ticked. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, they're they're trying all these different things to blame him. And so now Kingsley's on the case and Kingsley's gonna straighten it out. Don't worry about it. We'll we'll take care of it. And he wants to know if Arthur's okay. And uh She says, "Well, the snake got him, but he's at St. Mungo's, and he's going to be all right." And Matt, I, and I are taking the kids later to visit him, and we, you know, find out that those kids got away, which is good. And we we already. And he realizes where they're at. And he's kind of, uh, and he's got a message that he's supposed to see Dumbledore after class. And he's like, "I'll go now," and she's like, "No, after class." So he's, you know, taught the class, but he's in pretty much of a daze, and he just. Then he goes to the Shrieking Shack and sneaks through, and he's got the invisibility cloak. And I love that Hagrid's waiting for, well, he's waiting for somebody to open the doors. And finally, Hagrid comes, dragging this great big pine bough and muttering. And, can't see you, but Dumbledore says right, you're here. Great, great man, man, Dumbledore. Dumbledore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hagrid. Didn't hear anything. Didn't here. hold the Thanks. door forever. Yep. Hold out here. Hold out there. <laughs> <laughs> and then we
0: we have poor Hermione being interrogated oh, by Oh yeah, toad. poor Hermione. Yeah, don't lie to me. I know you know where they are. And she's like, they're gone this morning, Professor Umbridge. I don't know anything. I came to talk to you about the mark you gave me on my giant essay. And
1: yeah, <laughs> it was base. I, the- I, <laughs> I could just hear. I could just hear. I could. You could just think of Remus on Bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, and she of course brushes against the invisibility cloak, and she knows what that is, so she's mm-hmm. alert and ready for anything. And he's like, "It's me." She's like, "Okay." And of course, Umbridge is at the door. What's going on? And so she pretends like she dropped her hair clip, and Remus knocks it out of her hair for her, so she can find it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's he's just like standing there, going, "Get out of my office, you bitch! This is my office." And he'd probably have been there for quite some time, except for Mrs. Norris showed up. And since he's not sure if she can see through the invisibility cloak, he figures he better get up to the office. Well, I think she can. I think she can smell. No, I I think she all the time. I think they can. I think you've got animals that can see through Mm this. Because you remember the was it a dog or was it a cat at uh, the Three Broomsticks where Harry was in was was uh, eavesdropping when he found out about Sirius. Um, it must have I don't been a cat. remember. I think it was a cat. I don't yeah. remember that. I, I, I thought Staring, that was it so. sat there and stared at the invisible. Stared at him. Right. Ah, uh, yeah.
3: Well, well, I mean, you think about they stare at things. Well, I I think that's what she was playing off on. Both like rolling in here is like dogs and cats will stare. Like
1: sometimes I feel like they can they can see things that you can't see. So. Well, yeah, th- my cat looks have- up at the same damn corner all the time. <laughs> There's nothing in the corner. But she stares at
0: it. Yeah, Alex For does that. Know. He's always staring at the same spot in the wall. Mom's like, "Your cat's being weird again." I'm like, yeah, there's a bug or something there, Mom. She's like, "There's nothing there, I'm like that you can see." No, Mom, there's a bug. <laughs> <laughs> it's the right. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's Remus so. in an invisibility club. Yeah, that's it. Remus comes yeah. to visit me. I didn't want to tell you, so, Trisha, because like, I didn't want you to be upset. So, or maybe he's
3: leaving remiss- town. <laughs> well, this is away from visiting Trisha. He's actually at Hogwarts. and He finally mm-hmm. sees Dumbledore, and um, Dumbledore says, "You know about Arthur," and he says, "I was actually there when it happened." Dora says, "He's all right."
1: It he makes- talks about Harry's, Harry's witness to it and how Dumbled, how Voldemort's aware of it, and
2: yeah,
1: you know, yeah, and he, and and Harry has a connection,
3: and he needs to be kept safe. And they discuss the secret keeper.
0: And what they don't want to do is they don't want Voldemort. It's like, I know that you know that I know kind of a thing. So they know that Voldemort is aware of it, but they don't want Voldemort to know that they're aware that he's aware of it. Yeah. It's very confusing. And so... Basically, they hatched the plan that everybody's going to end up at Grimmauld Place for Christmas instead of half at the borough and half at Grimmauld Place because, you know, that's how it happened in canon. So she had to get there somehow, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: And he can't go back to the borough because it's not safe mm-hmm. since Arthur won't be there.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. And then we find out that Albus is feeling old. And well, he's- yeah, he's 150 I'm- years old. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, we have to have this lead up to his death that he's old and weary and tired
0: and old and weary and he never looked older and wearier, so we have yeah, you know, we have to build that up. Yep. At least he's not using the walker with the, the tennis cool. balls. <laughs> Liking up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he you know I he... love
1: that part of it. Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel. Squirrel. Squirrel, he... I love I you. I love you. <laughs> Speak. Hi there. <gasps> Did that dog just say hi there? Oh, yes. Bra! My name is Doug. I have just met you, and I love you. Uh, uh. My master made me this collar. He is a
0: good and smart master, and he made me this collar so that I may talk. Squirrel! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um he knows so that he's yeah, causing <laughs> harry pain but it can't be avoided and stuff and so just make sure harry has a good christmas that's yes. that's what he wants and then as remus goes back down he stops at the door of his office again where umbridge is making notes on a scroll yeah. and, and he's get just like get, get out of my office just get out and she like looks up is someone there? And he's like, ooh, crap.
1: <laughs> he sneaks out. For some reason, I, like when I, when I think of this, um, I don't know. Has anybody read or seen Matilda? Mm-mm. Yes. And she's and she gets the, what's her name? Um, The principal. Yeah, principal. What's her name? Mm. I was going to say concubine, know. but I know that's not it. Principal it? concubine? I hope not. I wasn't. I don't know, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and both. It's like a like he like she tries to get her out of the house, and she like like she moves the picture of her in her thing into the portrait of herself into the fire and brings like Miss Honey's um that dad, that's picture portrait um hangs it up. I did. For some reason, I wanted him to do stuff like that, just move shit. <laughs> yeah, but then I was like, well, she can move shit too, so it's not that scary for her, probably. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, and he thought about taking all the screws out of her chair, but he knows that she'd blame one of the students and that wouldn't work. Yeah. And, of course, she catches Nick floating through the hallway, so she berates him for scaring her half to death. Yeah. You know what?
1: Um, That was was the little marauder in him. There, going, I can take all the screws out of her chair. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: of course, he gets home and Sirius is like, where the hell were you last night? And so... He says, okay, there's people sleeping, you can't scream. And Remus tells him what happens, and he barely controls himself, and then he grabs a bottle and goes outside and shatters it outside. So, yeah, he's not handling this very well. And of course... He goes back back to smelting. Mm -hmm. And and Dudley gives him some news! Yeah, I'll talk to you after the holidays. Because Dudley has a plan. Dudley is going to go visit... And Mr. Lewis, Miss, no, Mr. Lewis is. Oh, him. He's gonna go visit Mr. Garvey. Levinson, right? Levinson. Joe Levinson. I'm go. terrible <laughs> with names.
1: <laughs>
0: Joe. He's Joe. gonna go visit Joe.
1: Joe. Okay. Good. And. Oh. No. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I missed. I. Right.
0: He's gonna go miss, visit Joe and see if Joe gets worse because they've told him Remus has told him that he's a trigger and he doesn't believe him yeah he's going to go and visit, and then he's going to come back and say, see, I did it, and he didn't get and worse. And he's fine. Yeah. You're uh, lying. Unfortunately, I don't think that's what's going to happen, but we'll find that out next chapter. So. You might. Yeah. So now he has this happy, you know, he's going on his winter holidays and he has this happy news that Dudley wants to talk to him when he gets back. Oh, joy. Yeah, fun. (laughs) Uh, But when he gets home, Ginny's there and she gives him a big old hug. She kind of likes him.
1: Hello, hot for teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, hot for teacher. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. Yes, I'm a little punch drunk right now. Just, Just a Too bad little. <laughs> yep. it's not from the freaking alcohol. No, it's because you're tired. I know. Yeah.
0: And Molly's downstairs cooking and-, and Dora's hovering in the way that she has when she wants to help but has been told she can't. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And Molly looks pale and frightened, but she smiles at Remus and it's yeah. all is well. Yeah. So, there we go. And we're going to, we still have one chapter left, but we're going to say goodnight to Heather and Trisha because we've kept them up past their bedtime. Yes. Past my bedtime. So, goodnight, ladies. Thank you for night. joining us. Goodnight. Yeah, good night. Good yeah. Night.
1: Fine. Goodnight. Night. Good night. I guess we
0: have two chapters left.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you have two chapters. You do? We only yeah. got on the 20.
0: You're supposed to do 22. So,
1: 22. Great.
0: What do you mean? We have? Oh yeah. Okay. This is twenty
1: one.
0: <laughs> I can't read either. It's been a long uh, day.
2: Yeah. I think that's
3: been the like the statement of the of the podcast. It's been a long day, and then I go off and sing from "How to Succeed Business Outfit." Trying. It's been a long, been a long day. Now she's
0: thinking he really is a dear, and he's thinking. But what of my career? Then she says. And he says, uh uh Well it's been a long day. Well it's
3: been a long
2: been
3: a long been a long been a long day. So I'm telling you, I have a song for everything today. So I was thinking
1: I was thinking the other song was Yeah, the bad day, Kim don't lie. Oh my god am I horrible today at singing
2: Been a long, been a long day. Yeah. There you go.
1: Well, ladies,
0: thank you very much. No Sleep problem. Well. No problem. I'm glad we got we through that it. much. I,
3: I felt like we did. We got a lot done. So. We did.
0: We did pretty well. We're trying to do fast, but we're not doing a very good job at fast. So we'll just fake it.
1: We got better. We got well, better. That's pretty fast for us, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Five chapters. That's pretty good. In yeah. how many hours? Three. Three. Two.
3: Well, we didn't start well, really
0: talking until 6.30, so two and a half. Yeah. Oh, so. I was like, 6.30? No, that was night. Not- <laughs> I know. I was
1: like, wait a minute. I think I just got home then. And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's a different time zone. So. Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. all right, Flurry, you are such a bad kitty.
3: Night. I'm going to
0: hang up. Good night. Good night. night. I'm going to
1: go and torture my cat. Okay. Don't torture right. her too bad. I will. All right. She's looking at She's egging me on. he's like come get me good night nanny nanny nanny
0: i'm not afraid of you good night and then there were two and then there were two so where's scott tonight scott was doing a concerty thing and he didn't know when he would be back ah so excuse me yawn and we could bag this and add it on next week if we wanted to but we could try to get through it too. Well, I have to tell you that I haven't read it. I yeah, see, see I had, I had read the first chapter but I didn't get home in time to cover the first chapter y'all. Mm-hmm. And um it has been a long day. Yeah, I'm tired too and I tell so here. I'll just we'll just sign out. So, we'll just say goodnight everybody. Goodnight. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. We're really liking it. We'll finish it next week. It's just been a long podcast so far, so y'all get a short two-and-a-half-hour-long podcast this week. How about that? There you go.
2: All right. Bye.
0: So hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our lives.
1: Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.